I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP podcast. Shut up, Camus. Are you ready? Listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Stancy, Romaran, Raf Gamos, and Chino Liao back together, and we've got a special guest this week. We're welcoming one of the OG critics of SmartKenry.ph, Mikey Liorin. Hi. Remind people what your voice sounds like. Oh, yeah. God. Well, because you haven't been on this I'm for a while. I'm the weather today. Hi, this is my voice. No, no, no. I remember, I remember the first time you were on this podcast. It was yeah. one of my favorite episodes ever. Oh, that's we, so nice. Because we, we went almost as long, or yeah. almost half as long as Revolution X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> so, like a quarter of an MWF show? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that was his time. That was his time. You're allowed to say that. We're not. <laughs> yeah, out of uh, delicadeza and journalistic integrity. Yes, sir. Because we still have that, you know. Yeah. You yeah. just started as a yeah. journalist. You don't have a KBP license. None of that bullshit. <laughs> wow. 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 Do wow, do you have a KBP license? I do not. Do you have no. a thing that says press on your car? Pretty sure I'm the only one in this room that has yeah, it. That's why I'm speaking, I'm speaking for you, sir. <laughs> oh, Wait, because you have actual journalistic integrity to uphold. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, now you took we, an oath, right? Yes, yes. Now we're, uh, we're uh, sucking each other's cocks. Thanks, Revo X main eventer. Yeah! Cock suckers! Uh, so we, we brought Mikey on this week because we are reviewing PWR Revolution X on the show. So for the second half of the podcast, it'll be Chino and Mikey bouncing out or bouncing around a lot of thoughts. And the three of us will just sit here, eat popcorn, drink tea, and probably facilitate every now and then. But before we get to that, it was an explosive week in wrestling, starting Woo! off with Double or Nothing, the big all-elite wrestling debut show. And then it was followed up by another explosive thing, which was the Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley podcast on Talk is Jericho. Which naturally comes after his debut on said AEW show. It ties together so nicely to the mm. point that it's like, ah, puta. Tabi yung plano nyo all this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I'm sure they, that they, was the plan. They recorded the, the, the podcast like days before the yeah. show. They knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. But Obviously, it was a concerted PR effort. That's why my media planning involved. Yes, exactly. Ang yeah. ganda. Let's start with the show as a whole. Double or nothing. Uh, I'm assuming all of us have seen the show. Yes. Uh, all of have you, has. sir? I have not. See? I've seen like the opening right. and like the YouTube the, stuff. The Battle right. Royale. 
but I have it. I watch yeah. it in between classes. All, right. all you need to do is see the Battle Royale moon, and then it's like it just gets better and better yeah. and better. Okay. I agree. So I, I have a thing with uh, with these elite shows. Now I always find a way to not watch the Young Bucks match. I don't know why. I just always skip over it. What I is go wrong straight. with you, sir? I, I I'm just not invested in the Young Bucks. All right. <laughs> I mean, I love. What Pentagon is wrong Jr. with you, sir? I love Pentagon Junior. I love Phoenix. I, I I'm just not invested in the Young Bucks. I so am, I, yeah. I still haven't seen I six pack from all. I am more invested in the Lucha Bros. Oh, more than I am in the Young Bucks. What so is wrong with yeah. you, sir? Lucha Bros, bro. <laughs> So I, I haven't even seen a six-man match from All In. Like, that's how not invested in the Young Bucks I am in, right? So Well, shit. I've seen every other match from all or, uh, from Double or Nothing, though, so you can't... You watch every match else. except that? Yes. And you don't know why? Uh, well, I watched mm-hmm. Cody Dustin. Tapos, oh, okay, Young Bucks na. Skip na ako sa ano, Jericho and Omega <laughs> matutulog na ako eh. Uh-huh. So I go to Jericho Omega. Oh, okay, I'm sleepy. Go to bed. Uh-huh. Wake up to the be next fair, day. Uh, eh. to, be, to be fair... <laughs> No, no, no. To be fair, the middle of that show is so good. Like yes, the, yes, okay. yes. The the, the, the aforementioned oh Cody versus God. Dustin match. That was my favorite. The placement. This is the placement of a match that belongs like right before you go to intermission. Yes, yes. That's what it is. Eh? To be honest with you, if you if you can't catch everything on Double or Nothing, you Watch can that. stop. Watch you, that. you can stop after that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. be honest with you. Actually, you can, can stop after that because like what I did was I watched. I watched up until there and then I, I had to stop, have lunch, have a drink, and then it's just like, oh my god, this is so good. I didn't even know that the Dustin Rhodes, aka the natural The Natural AKA the man the artist formerly known yeah, as Goldust. Yeah. I didn't know that he had all of that in him. <laughs> what? Like it's so Okay, surprising. were you here for were you here for the WWE? He show? was here, he was there, yeah. You were there, Debat? Yeah, I was here. Yeah. You watched him versus Strowman. Yes. It was at that point that I knew that he was like Holding back, and that he had so much more in the gas. Okay, he's was, old. He's yeah. old. It was at that point. It, no, yeah, no, no. Because he did not take any bumps. Yeah, he didn't take any bumps. Okay, that's the thing. But when during that match, it's like, okay, wait. Yeah, the man behind the mask has more to live for. Like it makes sense why he'd go for uh, the natural gimmick when he was in WCW because he's deceptively athletic. Yes, that, I, that it doesn't really come out when you're Goldust, right? It's True. Like, because you're you're putting the gimmick over more than the athlete, right? yeah. So so to see him as himself resting his match was was, was just beautiful. Right? So very emotional in the match yeah, from start uh, to finish. I I, 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 I I geared up after. Yeah, uh, I I probably say the same thing. Um, the, the only things I couldn't get were like the the the, the pot shot that Triple H. Oh yeah, that I was thought it. that was unnecessary. Oof. Does he had the words "attitude killer" on his belt? I also own? thought that was unnecessary. No, but then again, I could see how it relates to Goldust more than it Yo, does to Triple H. Yeah, it can be, and it can be construed as you know the old, the new guard killing yeah. the old guard. Fine, fine. Okay, but yeah. seriously, the throne though was pretty taking, petty. Taking yeah. a sledgehammer to the throne <laughs> with special pyro effects. The Sumagupta when you when you smash the throne. Tapos nag collapse pa siya kaya hindi Yeah, exactly. But you know it's a seat, but in back in the seat. Oh, yes. that's, that's weird. Because, yeah. but if you watch like, and there is a mountain of post-show content yeah. before you even oh, get yeah, yeah, the, I saw, I saw. the Moxley stuff, there which is, is great. The by interview, the way. which is great, they which should, is great. More of them should do that. No, I mean, the New Japan's always done it. What's New Japan? New Japan? Has, I'm just joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Carlos is about to have an aneurysm. Trigger up dito, sir. Sorry, sorry. Ikaw yung guest ko. Okay. No, but that's that's the thing. The parang it's very much when you see them talking to the press like kayfabe parang kayfabe slightly off and they talk honestly as EVPs already and you hear that okay we have to be doing business in opposition business. to WWE 
then it makes sense. Like, okay, the pot shot is warranted because that shows we're going to war, no, buddy. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, sorry, uh, sorry. No, no. Uh, uh, it's more. My thing is more of okay. If you have to go to war, fine. If you have to be the competition to WWE, fine. Be that way. You you are well within your rights. But please have a little more taste in doing so. <laughs> yeah. Come on. True. Okay. The you, taste, you know the taste aspect is it, it, it arguable. Was, it was not tasteless, but it was corny as fuck. Yeah, I, I have to agree. No, it was definitely corny. Yeah, I didn't appreciate it, that. At it was all. almost as if they they did that just to say that they did that. Yes, they, they didn't think about Which having to fine. do it well. They didn't think about what it had to mean. They knew that people would talk about there's a Triple H throne and he's gonna break it. No, it's a sledgehammer uh, too. No, it's, it's a sledgehammer. Sledge, 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 given by, like given hammer, by the wife. Yes. To the VP. To yeah. the authority oh, figure. That, that looks familiar. And then he Cody says in the end, I saw the post match stuff. Yes. And Cody says in the end, like, um like it's what what it symbolizes was that I, I am all I am more a wrestler than I am an executive. And uh, I wanted to to symbolically destroy the idea that Triple H is supposed to be this authority figure and I'm saying, you know, screw that. I'm Cody Rhodes, a wrestler first. But who watching that moment ever thought, ah, this is him representing what it means <laughs> no, to be a wrestler. <laughs> the nerds on the internet. <laughs> Who's going to think that? The nerds on the internet no. and Reddit. No, no the nerds are going to say, oh, hey, yeah. Triple H though. Yes, yes, exactly. What? That's and the over... That's the text. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the subtext. biggest... It's not even subtext. That's, that's the, text. the biggest thing that you will notice, right? <laughs> the fact that he had to explain it means it went over everybody's head. Exactly, yeah. yes, yes. It, it's not saying that, oh, oh he's I am doing this as a wrestler, as a wrestler slash, you know, manager. Right. What, what's the bigger piece of bullshit? Cody backtracking and saying that at the press con or Amy Marx's comments about her being young? <laughs> During the uh, Archimedes. Are you okay, Amy? Amy, Amy, for Amy, sure. Amy is more full of Somebody shit. Somebody died, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to A lot of people you said died. It, you said it. A lot of people died, Stan. You okay, Cody? Attitude error lang in Okay, wait. Can I just can I just say, like, oh, just to wrap up on this point, the, post, the post-match stuff, the, the post-show stuff, actually... The actual comments that he made about interracial marriage yes. are oh. actually more important yes. than yes. the yes. entire the, show. His, yes. whole, his whole point about being diverse and introducing diversity, mm-hmm. specifically in AEW... and Specifically in, with regard to his wife. Yes, mm-hmm. and in wrestling uh, as a whole, was just the most poignant thing any wrestler has said in our current climate. Now he just has to reconcile that with having voted for Trump. Well, that's <laughs> at the same time, you know, he got he got retweeted by AOC. AOC, yeah, yeah, yeah AOC that. for fuck's sake, who's who's all AOC. elite now? Apparently, oh, AOC is all elite. Send her a shirt. No, the, the most powerful thing he said was not the value, but that we're not doing this for PR reasons. Yes, oh, yes. We're, we're do- and, which is, that sounds like a shot also against WWE. But they're not to to yeah. to make the shot more visible. They should induct AOC into the AEW <laughs> Hall of Fame. Already, well, just, well, well, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just no, just, just, no, just no, no. You give her, you give her an invite to fight for the fallen, <laughs> and then you say, "Guys, special participation of AOC." Yeah, oh, that's, that's, gonna, that that's gonna piss so many right wingers off. No, but but on the point of diversity, I, I guess uh, just to bring it back to the show, AEW did a very good job of. Uh, making it visible but not beating you over the head with it. Nyla yes. Rose being the most obvious example. Yes. Guys, I do not know I do not know Nyla Rose is a trans person. To be fair, uh, I, didn't know. Yeah. I had to Google her to find out, really? oh, she's a trans person. Yeah, yeah, I That's did not right. know. I did not know. Okay, well. And I, it, it could have fooled me. 
And they didn't mention it I mean, at all. No, <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Bad, 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 bad sorry, choice of like, yeah. I was like, sir? I mean, sorry, sorry. Wording, yes. Uh, I mean, I didn't know any... Uh, I didn't know at all. Okay. I didn't so, know she was a trans person. In, yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. And, and nobody said it. Yeah, nobody yeah. said it on yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody right. pointed it out. That's nobody could nobody, have. could have. But they didn't. At what the same it? time, they could have pointed out that Emi Sakura was cosplaying as Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yes, they did not. That no was also and that was an egregious non-call. <laughs> yes, that is okay. Can we just talk? Like, not, further... not to be fair, Christopher Daniels also cosplayed kind of as, 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 as uh, Freddie Mercury. Well, so, okay. <laughs> so here, okay, this is this is on, while we're still on diversity, the Asian representation, sir. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have yes, to say, have the to Joshis, say, palang, eh. Yeah. No, the Joshis, the Joshis had the strong excellent hearts, match, but strong hearts, though. Strong hearts, strong up a hearts show. are fucking like okay. If this is the this is this is the first three that we're seeing from OWE Oriental yes, yes, Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. Yes, yeah. OWE. This is the first bit we're getting. I want more. Hey, say what you want about strong heart, pero papalibas sila kay black heart. <laughs> <laughs> what's that other heart guy's name? Fucking uh, something heart din yun, diba? <laughs> Tag team part din yun. Black heart sila pala. Black heart sila. Black, Black heart sila pala. Black heart plural. <laughs> but I, I will say... Stop putting him over, Stan! <laughs> Stop giving him time of days. Mention it. <laughs> but yeah, um, Asian representation, very yes, subtle. Very strong. Very subtle, but very strong. So yeah, great show. The Joshi match, that was something special too. Aja it? fucking Kong. Yeah. Uh, still going. Yeah, it blows my mind that Riho is only 21. Have you seen that gif of her wrestling Suzuki when yes. she was 12? Yes. That's scary. That was crazy. JD, I was saying, how, how is she even alive? You know that she's had the same, the length of career, her career actually lines up with Naito's. Yeah, yeah, I, she's I saw that She's 21 years old. And she has the and, same yeah, amount of ring time as Naito. Cool. I also so, have to say that Yuka Sakazaki is like the most adorable wrestler now, like... Holy shit. Yes, yeah. Tiny girl in magical genie outfit flying around. Adorable. Doing the gimmick. Magic girl. Magic girl. girl. It's so much fun to watch her. Like, I think you... she out-adorables Kylie Ray. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Like, they, they did call her the Japanese analog of Kylie Ray during yeah. the yes. broadcast. Right? So. Uh, then, of course, uh, Hikaru Shida. That was the first time I'd ever seen her. And Love I'm not her. a believer. I am a fan. Oh Holy God. shit. Yes, uh, she's yeah. hot. Yeah, well, she yes, she's way, also super she hot. She is way hot. Ridiculous. Okay. So, sorry, let's, Io. Let's fast forward to the end of the show. Yeah. Okay, so the, the we've main covered, event... we've covered everything, basically. Yeah, uh, the main event is uh, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. The winner goes on to take on Hangman Adam Page at Fight for the Fallen for the AEW World oh, Championship. yeah, about that. The belt. Okay, the belt. The, the belt, belt for me is the like... The belt. It's like the successor of IWGP heavyweight title. No, I, can, me, I, can see the inspira- I can see the inspiration, yeah. No, to me, I, it, it looks like what the big gold belt would look like if it were redesigned for 20 Modern years. Yes, yeah, yeah, it, it looks like a silver version of the 10 pounds of gold, yeah, if that yeah, makes sure. sense. NWA? Yeah, NWA belt. Yeah, without All, as much color. That's yes, the thing. Yeah. It's like the flags. Like if the... it's toned down. Toned down, yeah, toned minimal, down, classed up. Minimalist. <laughs> Minimalist 10 pounds of gold. I would say it's minimalist. It's bedazzled. With the diamond inlays. Yeah, yeah. Compared, to the, compared to the... Compared to the... In your face, 10 pounds of gold. Oh, right? True. Sure, sure. But that's... You know, for everyone... Everyone at this table right now is a belt guy. <laughs> yeah, Mikey that's true. Mikey in particular. 
Yeah, uh, th- Mikey is the guy who walked down the aisle with the World Heavyweight Championship on his shoulder. The aisle of my wedding, let's be clear. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> the aisle of his own wedding. Not, not like some random Oops. aisles. I was picturing ju- the aisle of the WWE. <laughs> what, what game did you join? Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to be like, Stan, please clarify. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, so yeah, but then there. So, so all our all our th- all our uh, calls came true. Uh, it turns out that indeed John Moxley is, has signed has signed with AEW, and he's pretty much the Stone Cold Steve Austin of yeah, AEW. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. You know what the funniest thing is? Like in the postscript of Double or Nothing, um, fucking Jr. Good old Jr. goes on to say, "Nobody told me he was coming on." <laughs> so his call is real. Yeah. Oh, his call is real. It's like, it's like old man. Oh, Jr. Well, oh, if you listen to the, his his commentary throughout the show, there are times where things just go over his head. Oh yeah, yes. yes. It's that ridiculous. Is it's funny. He, but he thinks that the all of the OWE guys are from China. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's, that, that was also funny. But the, the, I, let it not be said that Excalibur is the MVP of this oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excalibur is the MVP Excalibur of this show. No, he, he definitely legitimized the whole broadcast. Yeah, yes. I also feel bad for Ali, uh, who sounded like she was having an orgasm on commentary. <laughs> it was just... Uh, I'm so excited! That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, so excited! excited. Oh, oh she my God. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. I just wish someone had mentored her or guided her right. man lang so she wouldn't have looked silly on commentary. Yeah. Yeah. There. Let's leave it at that. So, John Moxley appears and lays waste to everybody and stands all at the end. But let it not be said that Chris Jericho uh, did not win against Kenny Omega because he did. Um, the Judas effect for me is a very underwhelming finisher. <laughs> I think to me it was just a spot that was rushed. Uh, somehow, somewhere, something did not go right. And they had do to do the spot again. Yeah, they they had to do a couple of spots again. Yeah, and the finish was like, oh, right, from out of nowhere, because say we are lost. Yeah, so let's just end it now. That's yeah. why the first outing of the Judas Effect was not as exciting as we would hope for a, a strike finisher. There's something I like though about this version of Chris Jericho. Well, I evil face paint, but he's got the long hair. It's not wet. Uh, he's uh, he he really looks like an old rock star. Um, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, which she is. I was gonna which say. Which she is. Yeah. I was gonna say Mick Jagger without the. Oh, no, Gene say, Simmons. Gene Simmons. No, no, no. no. I, I would say Mick Jagger meets Tommy Lee. Parang ganon yung vibe. Yeah, I would get the Tommy Lee vibe. Tommy Lee now. I haven't seen him since the. Look, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, as you imagine him. Like when I say the name Tommy Lee, what, what do you think of? Sex tape Sex Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Lee. Sex tape. Yes, Tommy Lee. Sex tape Tommy Lee. So this this Chris Bobby Jericho Hoo. is basically an amalgamation of those two personalities, and it's it's very fascinating to me uh, as the next evolution of uh, the Chris Jericho character. So this really sets up a uh, fight for the fall in this July, and you've Which already is, got what, a world yeah. championship match for that show. You've also got the tag team match between the Young Bucks and the Rhodes Brothers. Ah, that was that that magic. That's gonna be magic. Yes, as as, I'm as, not gonna skip that Young Bucks match. Okay, as long as as long as Goldie doesn't do a blade job, we're gonna have a great match. Why? Why? Why do you say that? Sorry, I don't get it. Because what's wrong with he, the blade job? No, the blade job during this show it was, it bad. was pretty bad. Oh it yeah, was it was gushing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was really gushing. Like Manula who watching it. Ah, that's the feeling. And when yeah, they yeah, when, when they cut to it, just gushing. Gushing, and then you see, uh, and then you realize uh, who's the ref, who's not. Oh, it's Hebner. Ni pa siya gloves. Yeah. And Hebner, Hebner didn't even like. Okay, stop, Muna. We're gonna just. Tape you up a bit. Tape you up. Well, that, well, that, that shit. They just let it, it, it go. Was, it's inconsistent with the whole NWA vibe they were trying to do, though. 
Uh, or, or did that parang safety, was at the expense of that? At parang, the expense of, at the no expense of safety. It feels, like, feels like they or Goldas hasn't done it for a long time. So parang nabigla na ipon yung tuk. Na ipon yung tuk. Nabigla naman. Nabigla naman. Nabigla naman. Nabigla naman. I mean, they haven't bladed in a while. It's in the E, right? So. Let's zoom out here. Uh, looking at Double or Nothing now that it's over, now that we're a few days after the show has ended, does it feel like uh, something WCW would be in 2019? Does it feel like what Impact should have been? Does it feel like what NJPW should be? I, if it I were would in the see States? the WCW take more than the Impact take mm. simply because WCW shot out of uh, NWA, right? The, yes. Yeah, that was the original yeah. NWA yeah. intent. And I get the whole, now that Mikey mentions it, I get the whole NWA vibe that they were going for. I get how they were just trying to merge different indie promotions into just one giant umbrella right. promotion right. without trying to stifle everybody the way WWE uh, has. You mean PWG? Pretty much, but PWG doesn't... PWG with a bigger platform yes. there. With with more of a reach. Yes. With a with with not with less in, local yeah. California. Because you know how you know how PWG is always just uh concentrated into SoCal yeah. and it's just and there it. it's... and they have a limited number of seats. This one is like the same formula but expanded to a much wider audience. I don't wanna can't call it anything yet after one show. Um it's easy to say that this was a much better, more cohesive show than whatever the WWE, the WWE would put out after, you know, during their usual pay-per-views. But until uh, we see how AEW does in in the weeklies, the monthlies, the weekly TV, live TV, uh, monthly pay-per-views, and all of that, when they're in the trenches, uh, we can't say yet whether they are uh, a worthy rival to the WWE. Yeah, uh, Mikey. Yeah, thoughts? I agree with Chino and Andrew completely. I don't think it knows what it wants to be. Yet. Oh no, it might know what it wants to yeah, be, yet, right, yeah. but we don't see it yet. Mm. This is like this is this is a good show. All in was a good show. Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody's so excited to kind of like to define anoint, it. yeah, to anoint, you know, uh, yeah. to bestow something upon it. Uh, but all it is right now is something that is not WWE and that people enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Right now, the, yeah. It's just it's just that it's it's not whatever the WWE is. That's what they were specific about. Mm. Yeah. Well, right now, it's just a good show, a great show, great in a vacuum. show in a vacuum. But when it extends into the rest, once you go from Double or Nothing into all of these sub media, attached media and that's that's the sort of the way we're gonna get to the podcast then you see how calculating they are now it's not just we have one show there's follow through and god damn the follow and they have time for the follow through though yeah they have they they don't have they don't have a pay-per-view and a live tv show right after yeah that doesn't allow for it you know so there's there's breathing space yeah it's good planning by uh whoever's in charge because because the follow-up punch to it was just too good of a follow-up yeah that was john moxley's appearance on talk is jericho so um which dropped on not a friday no no it dropped on its regular schedule wednesday Wednesday. and friday because the episodes so what I loved about it was how uh, John Moxley starts by saying, uh, I love WWE. I got all these good things out of it. Very good experience. Blah, blah, I was blah. a make-a-wish guy. And then he takes a big shit on Vince McMahon for the next yeah, that's, that's two right. hours. That's my favorite part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it pretty much confirms everything we thought we knew about the goings-on behind the scenes. And I know how a lot of wrestlers and wrestling insiders will say, now, you think you know, but you don't. But in this case... 
when someone who's very deep in the system, someone who's a main eventer, actually says it for you to hear, for you to consume. Yeah. I think we now have a very good idea. Uh, that, that makes like two of them as well. Uh, you had CM Punk uh, like five years ago doing it first, and then now you have uh, John Moxley pretty much re- reinforcing what he said before. In a way, si Jericho, uh, as, as a guy who stirs the pot, medyo kinokorroborate din niya eh. Kasi when uh, Moxley starts talking about the disputes with creative and how how difficult it is to work with them and how the burnout is very real, Jericho actually backs it up. So it's not just CM Punk and Moxley going at it and saying that, oh, you know, this is what I felt, this is the burnout, this is the bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Jericho actually says, oh, as a guy who's been there for 18 years, yes. I totally understand. Right. So at, at this point for us as WWE fans... Uh, it, it's much harder to love WWE. Like, it really is a big challenge now to go out and say, I love this brand, I love this company. My biggest problem with it now is that there are some people who will cape for the WWE still and say, that, okay, Dean Ambrose was given all these things. He was a Money in the Bank winner, he was a multiple time champion, he was a world champion. Triple crown winner. Triple crown, Grand Slam, whatever have you. And then you, he would have the audacity to feel this way despite uh, being given all that. But the thing about burnout is it doesn't matter if you are given these accolades on paper because if you don't feel like the creative process is stimulating and substantial for you, then there's no helping you until the system changes. It's funny how uh, burnout was classified as an official disease, Debar, like yeah. or, uh, as part of the, um, the World Health Organization. World Health, yes. yes, the World Health Organization cited it as an actual medical condition. Uh, it's funny that this comes out right, right on the week of the Moxley podcast. Uh, Mikey, we're going to say something about uh, his, his takes. Yeah, I think the difference with Moxley, the reason that this is significant, uh, is that this is a guy who doesn't owe, he has no axe to grind. He has not. He doesn't owe WWE anything anymore. Unlike Punk, who you love, Punk. He's a main eventer, but you know that his axe to grind was he never main evented WrestleMania. I'm so tired of this. Ayoko I'm hurt. I'm mad at the doctor, so I leave. And then so many months later, do a podcast. Moxley fulfilled every obligation he could possibly fulfill, and he shut up. And he kept after... his mouth shut. So now he's legally he can actually say everything he wanted to say. No one can can think of it as. Uh, a person who is disgruntled, who didn't get... This is a person who got all the glory that all the wrestlers want to get. And yet, he's still saying uh, that, yeah, everything you think about Vince is right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and he's also very fair. Huh? He's not saying he wants everyone to leave and that people who are staying there are stupid for staying. He's saying... He oh, that's can't. what Punk said. That's what Punk said, right? He's saying that the creative process for someone like me, who is a wrestler's wrestler, uh, is absolutely crappy it's crap and I'm out to prove that that thing is crap and the fact that he's a guy who won those championships and got those accolades makes this account probably the most valid Vince criticism account of all time is what I think wow basically do Russia <laughs> yeah yeah make ex- exactly right so uh, Moxley goes to great lengths to really take a shit on the pooper scooper. And the way that I listened to the entire the thing, scooper. it really sounded like Moxley took a big shit. Yung tipong taing ka na, and then nilabas oh, yeah. mo na. Yeah. You would know something about that. Yes. So, so we all would. The, the relief that comes with taking that Sad dump, finally. Yes. Um, that's that's what I got from the Moxley podcast. It's like that satisfaction na, yan na, nailabas ko na. I'm good. <laughs> I may now move on with the rest of my life. I think, though, he was... Gonna move on regardless, you know. As it just so happens it, that he, ha- he, somebody with a platform, so happened to 
to uh, be his running buddy. Yeah, and you know, thought that it would make for some good content. And it is fire content. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess the question is, if you're a WWE fan and if you're still a huge fan of the product of the brand, what have you, where do you go from here? Do you still see this as a way to affect the WWE's product? Do you think it improves? They have done that to themselves, yeah, sir. Do, do I, you think uh, this Boombox Brock? I, I am gonna... No, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend them. I'm just saying we've talked about the same exact scenario when John Oliver came out with this piece. True. Right? And, and then we just talked about it last week with Ashley Masaru's exactly, uh, right? affidavit. Right? So we, it seems like week after week, something happens to the WWE that doesn't seem to affect their product. Right? And that doesn't it, affect their mentality moving forward. It doesn't affect their process. Yes. They still produce the same crap we still consume. Boombox, bro. Exactly, right? Yeah. So so where where does this go though? Do do fans still just support blindly? Oh I get it though. Uh, I can't believe I'm gonna say this because uh, I'm not a huge fan of Vince's practices, especially behind the scenes. When it comes to people we especially like when wrestlers we especially like. But for every Dean Ambrose, for every CM Punk, for every Sasha Banks who is disgruntled with the way they're being handled in the WWE right now or you know wherever else have you. If you're not on NXT, you're on the main roster and you're not being happy you're not happy on the main roster. There are a bunch of people who are okay, perfectly okay with getting a paycheck, uh, doing their or, you know knowing their role wherever it may be on the card, whether it's uh, as comic relief, as uh, mid-carder, whether it's, uh, it's as, as enhancement talent, whether you're just stuck on 205 Live, whatever have you. There are people who are totally fine with that, and they are doing all right, doing their jobs, and doing whatever they're asked to. And then if you... Uh, it's also okay for fans to support those people getting by. Yes. It's, it's also valid. Doing that is also valid. Not everyone has to be uh, a big uh, Dean Ambrose, a big star that you know has a lot of control over the creative or has big dreams about themselves. That's also fine. But the other, the opposite side, the flip side, is also fine. Because when when you said that, you know, the first name that came into my head was what? Kofi Kingston. Sure, that's a man who for. <clears throat> 11 years sure. that narrative that was his narrative why has he never been champion and then look we have it now is he doing great yes he's getting to meet the president of his country when he goes to Ghana <laughs> he's there now he's there now that's why it's. I think it's happening now as we record, as we record. so he's in Ghana meeting the president not according to WWE he's in Ghana West Africa because <laughs> the WWE West Africa is the country oh. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Fuck. <laughs> I forget that. So, there. He's he's living he's living in another sh- level in the stratosphere that some people will never reach. That you get to be <coughs> conquering champion, come home and then sure if he drops the belt, but you get that. You get a moment like that, you get validation like that. That's a career, man. Like call it a career. It's cool. And it's not just Kofi. It's also the guys who are perfectly content uh, not being in the spotlight, just collecting a paycheck. That's totally fine. That's a, Our truth. Perfect yeah, example. That's, that's a valid, that's a valid, 
Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a Zach valid Zach way. Zach there's another person. He's still right. here. This is what he says. Yeah, but, it's and, a valid way to live out your your own dream yeah. as a professional wrestler. Yes. Our truth had this uh, tweet that I totally nothing back. wrong. And if you can support that, you can support this as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean at the same time that doesn't mean that you have to approve of what Vince has. To oh do. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the thing is that the 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 criticism, the question of what do we do now as fans of WWE is is tricky because it's not on us eh? it's what what we, what we've been seeing from the John Oliver thing to the CM Punk thing to the Moxie thing everything we've ever heard oh, yes, yes. is that ultimately it all boils down to, to Vince one yes. Vince must and die no Vince the must reason die. that's such a difficult problem is that if you if you've read the financial report like MDJ turned me on to to reading financial reports <laughs> yeah. every year now but only <laughs> WWEs but one of the clauses there is that Vince McMahon is essential to the product mm-hmm. like the the way it's interpreted to the investors is that the the product cannot happen if Without Vince him? if Vince is gone or Vince is absent or that's Vince not is true. dead? It's obviously not true. It's so not true. AEW is proof. Yeah. NXT is proof. Yeah. The the weeks that Vince are absent is proof. But the but I guess us knowing that doesn't matter because the investors don't think so. The investors believe and accept a financial report that states that Vince McMahon is essential to the product, and if he dies, it will be catastrophic to the business. It's very funny because this uh, take on the wrestling business is not that different from uh, say the advertising business. Locally, which is very old school. Because it's very old school. You take it in, and without this shot caller in the center of everything, everything will collapse. Right. It's kind of like how, uh, um, in my field of work in radio, um, advertisers still look at ratings, even though it's such an outdated and archaic uh, um, basehan or standard for excellence. People still look at that. So it's it's funny to me how. Um, how a business that should be evolving, should be changing, is still very much in the control of old oh, people who refuse to evolve. No, not just Vince, okay, but sure. the investors yeah. who control uh, whatever. Who control chi- well, the one percenters, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's just very funny to me, uh, very pervertedly fascinating as well. Now it's still old people running the show. I think if the the solution is if they decide to. Obviously, he still wants that power, that creative power. If he yeah, loses he interest, they will come out with some legal way to explain why it's okay that Vince is gone now. He's focusing on XFL and whatever. Triple H is a good successor. If they he's decide the, to do that, if they decide to do that, I think they'll be fine. But they will not do that unless the dude dies. Yep. Whoever <laughs> these invent, whoever he these part of a scandal. As as Mockley says, he's about he's probably gonna die in the chair. Yeah, whoever <laughs> whoever these financial report bookers are, look, they're not bookers. They're financial report bookers. Financial reports are created after. Post it was audit. a joke, Cabo. You're a comedian. You should get this. Yeah. Also, I'm not comedian. sure you've that's, actually. That's why he jokes. I know, but then this is not why we brought you onto the show, Chino. This is your second week. Oh, yeah, let, let's, let's take it back. Let's take it back. So, okay. So, um, I, I guess at this point, uh, the only resolution we can really come up with is if Vince we're going to continue. No, not not not, not that. Just not just that. Um, if if you want to support WWE, you technically there should be nothing stopping you. Like it should still be okay. If you want to go and watch just because of Becky Lynch, go. If you want to watch that one Nikki Cross segment and then. Uh, tune, tune out after yeah. no one's gonna stop you no one's gonna blame you whatsoever if you still hang on to hope that Sami Zayn in 2019 can become a world champion no one's gonna blame you also 
Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, unless your name is not Rafael Camus. Yes. Any, any, anybody except Rafael Camus. <laughs> yeah, basically. Can I say one more thing about this? Yeah. They they have a they have a they're they're courageous enough to shake things up every so often. Like because things make them panic when the ratings go down, and then reports are made about the ratings go down. They shake things up. The problem is they'll do wild this crazy wild card rule, and then the most annoying thing about it is that it works. The ratings then go up the next week, so it kind of validates them on Vince's Vinceness. So you know, it's a vicious it's, cycle. It's a, it's a cycle, and then people like us are and you know paying monthly to to them, and then you know, we talk about it, make podcasts about it. Investors look at that and think, "Ooh, getting talaga ni Vince, grab it. Let's give more money." Price the uh, stock price goes up. It's the highest it's ever been this year. Yes, I mean, and it's the worst creative it's wise the worst it's ever been. Wise, yes. But it's the highest it's ever been. So how is that gonna be evidence for any change? The, the shakeup is gonna be when the fans go away and bad press happens. That's true. And when awesome. enough bad press happens, that they then try the things we think are good. Then I think we'll we see. also tune in because whenever they change it, even if it's bad. I mean, I'm not, well, saying, I'm not saying it's our fault. No, I'm just true. saying that's just the way it is. Yeah. That's very true. Is is this um, indicative of Stockholm syndrome? I think so. In a way, um, yeah. It's it's like training for an abusive relationship. Yeah. It's a very dark joke to make. I was I was I was gonna go. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah, uh, but in going off of Mikey's point of bad press, uh, I think the worst press that could happen is the Benoit thing from 2007. And the, the they net, survived that. They survived that. Yeah. The net positive well, so was, it was Jung, Vince's fault, right? Yeah, but the net positive was your concussion protocol. Sure. Yes. So what will it take another Benoit? Because is no, 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 I hope not. Okay, strike two. That's that's very very dark. No, sir. that's the thing. I don't want it. To, I don't want it to have to resort but to that. Suggesting it even. It'll no, be, he wasn't suggesting it. He, oh, was, he, was, he was just saying. saying okay, okay, sorry, sorry. He was just asking whether he would take <laughs> another <laughs> ben, Benoit level yeah. catastrophe. Okay, and then there'll be Benoit stands. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, uh, it will take somebody, somebody Vince sexually harassed. God forbid that there be no one. I hope there's no one, but somebody coming out and like putting a scandal on Vince's name. I think, you know, something like that will bad press on Vince and Vince alone will force him to step down and then Triple H takes over and then we're all happy. I mean, I'm not saying I hope he does something <laughs> that people report, but I mean, w- what kind of catastrophe or bad press will make some shift like that happen? You know, it's really funny. There's a JoJo reference here. No, yeah, no, 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 different JoJo, uh, Netflix different JoJo. JoJo, oh, JoJo we, okay. none of us really care for aside from Camus. Right. Sorry, Naughty Boys. Right, uh, so it's a naughty boys thing. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Dax, Dax is on it too. Brad okay. is on it too. But All right, let's about okay, revolution. Let's, let's go, let's go. Okay. So yeah, uh, l- let's close out this part of the podcast by talking about Takeover Twenty Five. That is a big WWE show yes. that is taking place this weekend. It is Sunday Manila time, and it's got your usual five matches. So let's run them down and then talk about our uh, predictions for the show. So let's start off with the North American Championship match between the Velveteen Dream defending against Tyler Breeze. Oof, Dream, Dream, too, for sure. Dream, yeah, yeah. If sorry, I was gonna say if they're gonna bring down Tyler Breeze for a stint. They could make the switch happen. And then draw this out as a feud. I'd like for that to happen, sure. Yeah, I'd like for that to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to be a dream retention at this point. Uh, Next, you've got a singles match between Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong. I think this is for Matt Riddle. Are you just saying that because the song's stuck in your head? No, no, no. But bro. Yeah, because he's a bro. No, he's a bro. He's a bro. He's He's the the king of bros. Yeah, he's the original bro. What's Strong doing now? 
Uh, he's part the of the era. And that's it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing since. No development He might since. turn. Uh, they've yeah, been teasing turn. a turn. So oh, okay. it, it might come to a head to take over 25 because all four members are actually in a match. Right. Yeah, yeah. And For the first time in a while. So yeah. Strong loses and then Cole gets pissed off with him even more. You know, mm. Probably something like that. Last shot. Yeah. yeah. Good work. Yeah. Next up, you've got a ladder match for the vacant NXT tag team titles. Only Lorcan and Danny Birch versus the Forgotten Sons versus the Undisputed Era, the, the Red Dragon team, and uh, Street Profits. The Street Profits. Yeah. I think this is finally Street Profits. Yes, uh, because long time coming. Their excursion to evolve. To evolve uh, that that was actually okay. I watched I think one of two or two of the shows, and I am. Really impressed by Montez Ford. Yes. No, he's he's amazing. Very he's, athletic. No, he's been very athletic. But this stint, personality. And, and, but this stint, <laughs> this stint that they had with Evolve was so much fun. I love it. Yeah, he's he's easily two thirds of that team. Okay. Yeah. Um. But so we're in agreement. Yes. Unanimous. No, I, I just wish that the Street Profits got to defeat the Viking Raiders before yeah, they. I left. would have wanted to see that. A definitive. Uh, just because huge missed opportunity. Yeah, there. the Viking experience. Viking Raiders. No, but they were the Viking Raider. Raider experience. Can you just call them War Machine on the podcast? Okay, War Machine. The Raider experience. Uh... <laughs> the Machine experience. <laughs> Wait, Machine. Bakibang machine, yung machine yung oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. Strike so. <laughs> So I didn't get why the Viking Raiders experience Raiders experience machine <laughs> had to fucking drop the titles without any. I know, right? It it's not like they're it's not like they're on Raw. Yeah, doing shit. Yeah, labun. Okay, uh, let's move to the NXT Women's Championship match between Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai. Io. It is Io's time. It's yeah, uh, especially time. with Candice LeRae getting involved. Yeah, she will be in Io's time. corner. She's and but I think Candice ain't gonna turn. No, but Candice steps in finally. Yeah, to get the... rid of ano, Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. Yeah, I think I think um, after this, I'm more interested to see EO versus Candice. Yeah, I want to see Candice. I need teeth. that. Like, I like need that death match, Candice. I think it's still Bring Shayna, and then Candice is gonna be the one. Next. Ah, pwede okay then, yeah. Or uh, it'll be a triple threat. To yeah, no, 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 no. I want I want Candice like, to I have the one on one moment. Bante. Maggie, any thoughts? No? No, right. no. I'm tired of Shayna. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're all tired of Shayna. Actually, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, next, you've got Johnny Champion defending against Adam Cole. Baby. I think this is a retain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gargano. Gargano. Because the ballad, of, be. the ballad of Johnny Gargano must continue. Yeah. That's right. And uh, Especially since Tomaso Ciampa's still injured. <laughs> and you need Adam Cole to get pissed off for the Undisputed Era story to move. Yep. Yep. Alright, there you go. Our predictions for TakeOver 25. It's gonna be a good one, but it's not gonna be AEW good. Mm, I, I, I don't would, know. I, I wouldn't say. That. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always have high hopes for. <laughs> I know. I. I am. I am an NXT apologist, but I am going to say, I don't think. It must be unaman yung ane. Must be unaman as a show yung AEW. Yeah. This was all. I well, that's true. I was going to say must be unaman the show yung NXT. No, no, no. no, no, no. NXT, NXT is always is... top heavy stuff. Yeah. But do you think that this is um, potential five star Johnny five star? No. Oh, sure. Why not? Why With not? Adam Cole, yeah. Why not? We, I mean, we've seen it happen. So what, I can buy it. Yeah, who's He's to say so that it won't happen? It. Adam Cole is a worker. Don't forget. Oh, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I was an Adam Cole apologist yeah. before he was in the Bullet Club. He's He is, by God, the best young talent that WWE has. Better than Johnny Gargano, yeah. even, I would say. So, there. But my opinion still stands. Alright, if you have any thoughts you want to send our way about TakeOver 25, you can always hit us up at the SGP Podcast, at Sheena Supersized, at Rosewar, at Caveman Camus, 
at underscore Stancy, at Mikey Loren as well for Mikey if you want to uh, hit him up for his takes on Moxley and AEW. And now the moment you've probably been waiting for, or not, it is the review for PWR Revolution X. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! It's a very special review for a PWR show because, one, it's Revolution X, and two, we've got two different perspectives on the review because you've got Chino Liao, Andre Bigodala, our regular, <laughs> who rarely misses shows. <laughs> and Starting on to the hate other that end, name. <laughs> <laughs> on the other end of the table, you've got Mikey Loren, who... Hasn't really been to a PWR show since, what, the MCS days? Yes, yes, MCS days. Do you remember the last show you've been to? Yes, I do remember the last show was I've it, been to. Was it? It's the one where Yusuf uh, cashes in the fake money. Oh, in the boy. That was the very first Revolution X. Oh, then was I it, watched the, the first, first Path of the Gold. Uh, no, that, that no, was the first. first no, that was the that first, first Revolution oh, This is perfect, okay. then. Yeah. This is perfect. Then. I guess this is, this is, is the one on JDL. Yes. What, what a great palate cleanser. Right. That's true, though. That's true, though. So, so Mikey comes in four Revolution X's later, <laughs> an entire regime change after, and uh, a, a new financial account and BIR account and SEC <laughs> account later. Thankfully. Yeah. He comes in after two failed uh, out-of-town shows. Yes, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So it's a very different PWR than what you'd last seen. Failed? Why? What happened, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not honest. No, sir. Let us if we, if, we launch, if we launch into that now, we'll go as this long as... This is going to be a 12-hour podcast. We'll go as long as Revolution <laughs> X, sir. Oh, we will direct you to an episode in which you will find out everything you need to know. But yeah. haven't you listened to that shit? It's no. my favorite episode. I like it more than mine. That's my favorite. Okay, so let's ask uh, Let's ask you about your expectations heading into Revo X. Let's start with Mikey, because uh, it's your first show in years. So what were your expectations heading into the fifth Revo X. Uh, I'll be honest, my, my expectations were not that they were low, but I just didn't have any. I just wanted to watch wrestling again live. The last wrestling show that I watched was WWE in 2016. Sure. With I, me. With you. I was sitting next yeah, to you. I was there, yeah. yeah we no, were all there. We were all yeah. there. Yeah, and, uh, and then life happens, and I was like, yeah, I get to watch live wrestling again, and it's in the theater. Uh, it's very interesting. And also, honestly, I wanted to see... Uh, I wanted to see how different it was. So I knew it was different. I knew there were some compelling characters, but parang I don't know what the execution was like. So I wanted my expectation for execution was not like it's a let's see very very forgiving kind of uh, fan of four years ago kind of uh, kind of expectation. All right, how about Chino as uh, someone who's been to pretty much every show? I accept Path of Gold. Which you missed, by which the way. Which I yeah, missed, yeah. which I regret to this day, which is why I held this show to the same expectation as Path of Gold. Because okay. people... Yeah. Uh, standing room then. Nah, standing room then, yes, which I failed to remember because that's why I ended up si- sitting on the floor, sitting on the floor <laughs> for the whole, the whole five day. hours. But, uh, um, I, besides that, I actually held the show to the same level of Path of Gold this year. Because this is the next available um, main show, quote-unquote, right? If this is the PWR Live, which, which are still special, I mean. But for it to be the, the technically the WrestleMania of PWR, the season-ender of PWR, you have to hold it to some high uh, levels of expectation there. And also, honestly, I wanted to see Sadai perform live. <laughs> It's like, okay. just like, if you're going to call yourself a WrestleMania, you might as well just throw uh, the main band song in there, right? It okay. was it was repeated many times, sir. 
Which one? The, the song? song? Yeah, but not live, not like perform. Do you know how long it takes to set up a drum set? I mean, yeah, sure. You can't, you can't, you can't blame him for his expectations. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's it's wrestling of the Philippines. Yeah. Shame me for was, yeah. No, yeah. there were actually people playing guitars. So yes, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, fair yeah, for him to expect for that. that yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, guitar yeah. playing people in Sadie. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's enough. I'm just joking. Joking. Okay, uh, were the expectations met? Because with Mikey, he said that he didn't really have any expectations, so I'm gonna save that for the end. Better for you, Chino. Were they met? Yes and no. Okay. The matches that I expected to be good were good. The length, however, which we'll get to a little further down the road, sure, sure. killed the whole thing. Okay. For me, I feel the whole thing. The whole... No, I need the money. It cut it down. Oh, okay. It cut it sure. down a few pennies, okay. if you will. So yeah, let's dive into the show then, and we're going to start with a bunch of video packages. Yes. Which I was not there for. <laughs> the Super P video packages? Like, with this, here's what they do in the show? Yeah, yeah. So, so I actually haven't seen those video packages. Okay. It's like our version of the MTRCB PSAs, right. I guess. They're great. Actually, it's, it's our version of the New Japan PSAs that we they show. didn't know that there were PSAs in New Japan, Cal. We what's have not Japan been. About? No, but they show them before the show starts. Not, yeah, not yeah. Not, not, a fa- not, not, a, not, not at no, the streams. On the, on the streaming. No, on they the streaming. Nope. Yes, they do. Uh, we didn't catch it. Yeah. The first, you know that first 30 minutes that before? Was... The, it's there. It okay. exists. Okay, you NJPW elitists. Still, still don't know what New Japan is. <laughs> 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 right. So anyway. So the Super BPSAs, what, what do you think of, the, uh, of that? Because I think that was the first time we've uh, dropped those. They were great, and I think they set my expectations. Because the very interesting thing was like rule number six was no video longer than 15 seconds. <laughs> if you want if you want to record, if you want to show your friends PWR action, invite them to the next show. Mm-hmm. Which says to me... Uh, the the message to me is uh, we want to be careful about how we're presented uh, to the public. We want to control uh, what we show to the most people, uh, which also says to me that there might be some stuff here that isn't particularly good, and we don't want to show that. <laughs> no, it's right. not. I don't. I wouldn't say. I, I'm speaking as a homer, obviously, but right. it's less that nobody actually ever thought of that when they say don't video, right? Because. Uh, it, you don't have to video more than uh, less than fifteen seconds mm-hmm. to catch something like that. Yeah. So that's never an issue. That's never a factor. Mm-hmm. It's more of uh, I'm going to explain the thinking here behind the marketing. But it's really more of we would rather these in, these interested people get converted right. into buys, and not not uh, no, not that we're hiding anything. Yeah, I. I... I don't disagree. Uh, that's that's just the impression long to, I guess, cynical old me. Yes, yes. Okay, very you know, cynical old and, me. And, and back to cynical old you, one of the main reasons that that was employed was because of my old input as head young boy. Because you've ever seen somebody put up an iPad, like just right there in front. Right. And then and it's there. The... It kills the vibe. Yeah, yeah that's no, true. No, for sure. And so for it's sure. like it's like 15 seconds. I, I want this spot. I want this spot. Phone's out. Okay, cool. Drop it. What's the name of the Guyana? Guyana. It's like 16 seconds. Like, oh, shit. Yes. Good yeah. for you. Good. Yeah. Thank you. But that's yeah. the thing. You don't want somebody holding their phone up the whole show. Enjoy the show. Right. That's true. Like that. Yeah. All right, so that's after, what it is. after that PSA, we start with the over-the-top battle royal, which features ten wrestlers from PWR, including a returning Zayden Trudeau. So this was your first time seeing Zayden, if I might yes. What did you think of him? Because hey, he was the guy who got the loudest pop from the crowd, yeah. and that's because he's been gone for a while. 
Yeah, uh, he comes back, and what are my impressions? It's like, wow, people really like him. He must have been a big figure from a few months ago or something. And also, oh, his trunks look like CM Punk's trunks, but with a maple leaf. Uh, oh, <laughs> I guess is, he's that good. Is the, that is the peg, sir. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, he's good. Oh, he's really good. Oh, and, and this is when it starts, when I'm realizing that, oh, my expectations were not fair. This, this was four years ago. The expectation four years ago was, oh, uh, it's a Filipino group. Let's be nice to them. They're doing this wrestling thing. They're young. It's a. It's still a and, wrestling. And theme. we're still a community. We need to support it. Let's let's highlight the strengths. Okay, but now, but now, <laughs> five years later, it's like, wait, 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 legit. This is wrestling. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say legit? <laughs> Unironically? Uh, unironically. On this yes. podcast? About a wrestling company? <laughs> Nani? Does someone else own that word? Well, well, well it's sir. part of somebody else's branding. Tell me about Batanes. No? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't know because like, as far as I'm concerned, Exodus Leviticus and numbers uh, haven't happened. So uh, I Exodus wouldn't know. Oh, hey. All right. Well, Exodus and sir. Hot <laughs> <laughs> shots. That's focus. Inside jokes here. Let's not disparage the other participants as well uh, because uh, you also had Redrick Mahaba, Jay mm-hmm. Serra, Kali Nueva, Capitan uh, Tutan, the Revo Ranger, Bolt. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is there? Um, Bunch of guys. Gatilio. Gatilio, his debut. Uh, so you mentioned that Zayden Trudeau, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you saw that he was good, but did you also get that idea that, okay, uh, you you got that assumption that, okay, this is legit from everyone else in that match as well, being that this was the first match you saw after a long time? Well, they, you could tell that they there were varying degrees of, like, expertise. Sure. I don't even know the words I'm using. I'm sorry, doers. But, uh, <laughs> the, you know, there are varying degrees of expertise in the ring, and some are carrying others, but they all kind of belong there. Okay, that's good. that's good. They all had their yeah. moments, yeah. I'd say. Like, Redrick Mahaba had his funny moments. Yeah. Zayden and Caddy with their dueling 450s. Right. That was also was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, Brad Cruz was also there. I forgot to mention Brad, Brad Cruz was also there. Rever Ranger uh, kicked, I think, did pretty well for himself that yeah. night. I, uh, I'm i going to uh, put myself over Camo style uh, a little bit. Like I, I, I know I the, the performer who, who portrays him mm-hmm. is a person I know in real life, like outside wrestling. And he, yes. used, to, he used to be part of our theater workshops uh, when he was in high school, etc., etc. So I called out his real name like an Shut idiot mamar. Why would you do that? <laughs> you fucking because, Here's what I'm looking at him. It's like immediately the thought bubble is like, do I say, Oi, Ranger? It, it felt dumber than saying, Oi, his name. Redacted. So then I immediately say his name. And then as I say it, it's like, oh my god. You are fucked. Yeah. Wait, what is worse? What is worse? Doing what Mikey did to Revo Ranger or seeing someone you recognize at the oblation run and calling out to them. The, the, the performer's the performer Wait, name? Oblation run the month. Who, who did this? naked. No, because it, uh, because it's, but it's a one-time thing. Yeah, the yeah, right, right, but the frat guys have hoods on their heads right. and they're running with their dongs out. Right. And if for whatever reason <laughs> you recognize the guy, say his name. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's worse. Yeah, how that's did you worse because I wasn't him? like, ooh, I didn't shout his name out loud. I just yeah. called his attention, and yeah. then he, he comes to me like, and I'm like, oh my god, wrestling apalato. This is not real life. But this is when we were in quote unquote real life lining up outside. Yeah. But then these characters come out. Camus comes out character John Sebastian comes out and he comes out in a mask and I'm like I want to tell him I'm here I'm supporting him Jesus Christ you did that before the show 
What yeah. a heel. I have stuff to say about that. But what anyway. A heel. But yeah, so I made that Wait, decision. Anyway, to say about the... Okay, yeah. Rebel Ranger that. did well for himself is all I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on the Battle Royal, on uh, Cali Nueva breaking on through? Cap's win. It was on such Cap's a good, win. No, it was such a good way to start the show. Yeah. Opening matches always set the pace, and this did a perfect job with it. Okay. Uh, I, I got the angle. Like, I got the story that that was happening. Because, I mean, I didn't care for the whole dick pic thing. Yeah. But then I was like, ah, okay. Oh, that's what's happening. Oh, I see. And then he deletes the thing, and it was a pop. It was mm-hmm. like he deletes it. Whoa, yay. It's like, wow, people really care about this. About the dick pic. People oh, care about, about, this. Yeah, about okay. dick pics. <laughs> Which all started because of Camus, by the way. Mm. That doesn't no, sound it surprising. started because Cap took the dick pics. No, Camus, you didn't delete Stop the dick pics. Stop blaming the victim, Camus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are you victim shaming? God. Yeah, stop being a it toxic has a happy ending. person. It has a happy ending, guys. You were supposed to delete it. That was your one job. <laughs> Yeah. We're supposed to not leave the phone where Karen never could find it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's Backstage move on. Backstage is supposed to be a safe space. Let's move on to the show. Uh, what was the first match on the card? Robin was, versus Jim. Yeah, the, uh, the new Metal Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Robin in the uh, MCF today? No, no, no. But I was so familiar is, with her character. Yeah, okay. So, so this yeah. new Metal Robin was interesting. The, the fact that she. The the music video or the OBB OBB quote unquote of it's Robin <laughs> that comes out yeah. it was interesting because you never expected her to change her music and and I'm going to throw this trope out there yes. and say na except for later in the day lahat ng nag debut na bagong music na nanalo. <laughs> ah, right? see, I didn't know that. <laughs> for some reason, ex- important mm. Chino stat. <laughs> Except for later in the day, uh, Martivo what with his new EDM. Hey, that's been around for a while, though. No, no, no. It was no, one show ago. That's one show ago. The EDM, the EDM remix happened when he won the and championship. The, the all out work title, right? Yeah. And then, and now new metal Robin walks out to say die, say die, say die, and fucking. Kicks Jemmerlin's ass, and I love it. What do you think about Robin and Jemmerlin, Mikey? Like as characters, because you've never seen these two women before, and, and they you've come never out. seen the women's division. Yeah, yeah, there was no, no women's division when you Crystal, last watched. Maybe. No, oh he, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah, Crystal. Yeah, the last like, see Scarlet was there. That, that, that was the last sh- person I remember. Redacted. <laughs> why, why is it redacted? Why, why is it redacted? Scarlet didn't steal money, comes. Okay, fine. Then we can talk about that. Yusuf was the one who stole money. That's what I heard in the podcast. I'm basing it on a podcast I heard, right? People, by the way. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. I just heard. I wasn't there. Like, I also heard it in the same podcast. Kaya tayo na Sorry. Okay, so so moving on. So I, this I is your first. I don't know anything expo- for a fact. Anyway, this is the first exposure to the women's division of PWR. How do you feel about this outing between Robin and Jemmerlin? Hmm. Okay. Uh, putting in context like that, I don't know all of a sudden because I didn't. I I I know that there's intergender stuff from the yes. beginning. Yes. Or not from the beginning, but from, from af- when after Crystal, the beginning. From when Crystal made her formal debut. Yeah. It's so, been intergender, but this is now, there is a women's division. Yeah, so, but now I, I, I didn't know that. Was that announced? No, no. not so formally. It's, just it's, like, it's but really there, just, it's a thing that's it's happening. A thing. So, it's a thing that's happening because there are other women wrestling. N- now that I know it, when I didn't know this thing that, that was happening, it felt like, uh, I watched it, it seemed like fun, a lot of character stuff happening. It, it seems to be a character kind of match where that's what you yeah. pay attention to yes. more than like the actual wrestling. Yeah, more, you know? It wasn't the cleanest match I would say. It wasn't. It, it wasn't the cleanest match but it was very uh, story driven. Yeah. 
uh, I mean, I don't say it wasn't dismissively. Wrestling is hard. Sorry. Anyway, yes. um, but the 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 Robin as angry metal girl to Jamerlin's like the the broad strokes were clear. Like Jamerlin's the good the good one, and she's like baby facey and cute, and like you want to yes. root for her. Wholesome. But I also was watching it, and it's like puro submission yung ginagawanya. And I, I'm sorry. Ah, okay. That's that's part of her shtick. That's one of the, that's her thing where she does submissions. But I also didn't get it. Like, but that has to do. That has probably has more to do with me not knowing her character or not knowing her work. Yeah. But what I what I meant to say was she won, right? Did she win? No, Robin. No, Robin. 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 Sorry. Robin. <laughs> sorry, but uh, the. But you can't forget. You can't forget that Robin won because yeah. you're. That is what stuck with you. Yeah, that, that I did forget. And I also, what I, what I was paying attention to was like, what's happening with the characters here? And it looked like, okay, Angry Robin looks like she just became Angry Robin recently. She needs to win this, and mm-hmm. she did. Uh, and Jamerlin was part of her function was to serve, uh, serve Robin, let Robin do her thing, is the impression I got. But as for the match, it, I mean, after, because the first match was like, ooh, legit wrestling, though. You could then see that this was not as clean as that. Okay. Like that, that became clearer. Any other thoughts? But you guys are amazing. Sorry. Yeah, that's about the worst gen. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Robin and Jamberlin before we go to the next one? Yeah, no, I agree with everything Mikey said. It wasn't uh, by the cleanest match, but it was easily one of the most emotionally motivated driven. match. Yeah. Yeah, emotionally driven. Uh, can, can I say that the that's part of the thing that I've noticed for the whole show also is that I'm someone who has no idea what's happening. I watch occasional YouTube videos. I want to know why people characters do what they do. Okay. Uh, and Jamerlin, the joke is that her name is Jamerlin and that I'm getting the broad strokes of her character. Yeah. But ultimately, I don't know. I don't know si Robin at tatalunin siya. But I, I didn't understand that. So but you didn't get the why? Is that what you're saying? I didn't get the why. Okay. And that's also so because you were in the blast. You were in the blast. Yes. Show. Okay. Yes. So yeah, let's move on to the next one. It was a six-man match between the network featuring the debuting Sam Baltazar taking the to place Baguio of Chino City Badass. Ba- Baguio City Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah. Uh, alongside James Idol Martinez and AB3. And then on the end game, you've got uh, the Apocalypse Super Nintendo and Jan Evander PWD. Let it be said first, just just before I let you two get into it, that this is Chino's. That was Chino's call to bring in <laughs> Sam Baltasar. It is okay. Chino Ginto's call. Okay. Just just so that it is. I'm very not sure clear. if you're trying to be a network apologist or if you're trying to no, gaslight trying to, Chino Ginto. To, yeah, he's trying to. I'm, I'm no. I'm making it clear that this is on Chino. Chino, the performer, the performer, or the character? no, the performer, because he he came out the right? yeah the promo. Yeah. Apparently for some people, the promo is just like, I'm introducing Sam Balthazar as my replacement. Yep. But that was an executive call by Chino Ginto. Mm, okay. Okay, yeah. Because no. there was a memo that followed. Yeah, so the endgame wins and now AB3 is part of the endgame. Yeah. So, so uh, you guys' thoughts on the story, on the match? Yeah, I didn't get the whole Sam Balthazar thing. I'm sorry. Like, we're... I don't I don't see anything Baguio about him. I don't know. <laughs> His tights had the thing. Yeah. It's not very... Sp- it's like, like that meme. How does it look? It's like it's strawberry. It's like What constitutes a Spudka Baguio? No, technically anybody can be from Baguio. That's true. Oh, you're 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 so, 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 so why are you zoning it in? So why make, what makes him... 
from Baguio. If anybody he's legitimately from Baguio. Oh, I mean, yeah, but is like, that what, what, is, what about him says Baguio? Okay, okay. so when, when Geronteng gets introduced in the PBS <laughs> from New Manila, which is real, by the way, <laughs> from New Manila, Geronteng, yes. do you look at him and go, do you become on New Manila? Oh, hindi, taga New Manila ako eh. So, kailangan lahat ng taga New Manila, kamukha mo. Are you saying that you have to justify his baguio I, mean, I, I have to justify his gimmick. Why? Yeah, I, 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 He's a I, networker! I, why, can I, it, why can it be just that he is from Baguio? Then uh, why does it have to be a cartoon representation of him from Baguio? No, I'm not saying it has to be a cartoon. That's, that's, that's what you're replying, though. No, I agree with Gino because it's wrestling. I think... Okay. So, I mean, sorry, yeah, sorry, wrestlers. Uh, but this is... The, it's wrestling. There are conventions of a guy being introduced from a thing being defined as being from that thing. It's so sorry that he doesn't look like Iggy. Iggy no, right. it's it's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that he has to look a certain way. I'm not saying not, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's what Gino's saying. Yeah, it's that he was introduced as that, and sure. then his name is based on that. Yeah, right from the city of Pines is the first name. Yes. Oh, Baguio. From Baguio City. But he is from Baguio City. And, and, uh, but so what? Did you expect what? a stoner na galing Sagada? No. no so what? It's so just what, a so what? What, so what, what, what? what about, what does it add to the wrestler? What? Right. Uh, it's, oh, it's, a, it's pride. No, see, that's the thing I'm going to bring up also. Oh, because it. the pride thing is like the obvious thing, right? Okay. Like Sandata is like his whole shtick. At the very start, was. We'll get to that later. But what I mean to say is, I'm getting Gina's point. All I'm saying is, I support his, his questions here. Not Maybe not criticism. I'm sure, not sure, upset sure. at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I'm like. This is a review after all. Yes. Know, but I'm like, oh, oh, City of Pines. I was like, oh, oh, ah, he's just the guy you know from Baguio. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's like the high flyer thing. Cause he awesome. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but it made me think about that. I was like, oh, fuck it. Bit of a reach. But yeah, okay. I, I get where you're coming from. Okay, okay. Any other thoughts on? I the like match? the uh, the Ghost Fighter tribute that the network did going out. Pretty right? sure that was slam dunk. It was slam dunk. Sorry, I don't know my anime. It was one. Shut up! I don't know my anime. I wish I didn't. see It was a familiar anime. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. High so, tension. Sorry, high tension is slam dunk. Slam yeah, there we go. So, but that's a GMA point. One last thing about that that I was gonna say was that I wish I didn't see Chino Ginto first. I wish he just didn't do that. They could have accomplished what they needed to accomplish without seeing him first. Because of the story of his match later on. Mm, okay. You know, okay. So, if removed from that, okay, Chino Ginto, replacement, I have a match later. Okay, sure. Anyway, but so, parang, ah, sana hindi nila ginawa yun. In right. retrospect. Like, more on that later. Okay. Uh, next match on the card was... Wait, how oh. do you feel about the match? Oh, oh right. <laughs> you haven't talked about any of the wrestling or oh, the yeah, end game yeah. at this point. It's funny how how when some when stakes are this high, like logically, does it make sense for me to bring out a new guy? Like para NBA finals, tapos gagawin mong starter yung bangko, mm. or gagawin mong starter yung guy na hindi mo ginagamit, tiba? Andre Iguodala pare. No, I mean yeah, Andre Iguodala is an established uh, swing <laughs> player, right? But that's like saying na uh, NBA finals, tapos. Quinn Cook? Maybe Quinn Cook. Like, is, this, is it a calculated risk? Would you risk it? Over, De Ronaldo? Diba? Parang, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't... Strategically, it doesn't make sense for me. Right, right. No. Especially when you're using the biggest guy on your team to the end game. Yes. That's right? what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. You're essentially going mm. to lose Kevin Durant at the end of this, right? So, so you're, you're saying that Kevin Durant equals AB3? Why not? They're both tall and deceptively athletic. 
Okay, how do you feel about the end game though? Like they're show they're showing in this match. I like seeing Apocalypse wrestle again. He hasn't wrestled in a while. Oh really? Yeah, he's why? He's because it's a three person team and usually it's a tag team, so he becomes the the third menacing member outside. I can't really uh, remember when okay. when since when the last time I've seen him wrestle was. I, yeah, I, I can't answer I, yeah, that right? question either. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, it's, it's so hard for me to remember badass apocalypse, all out war champion apocalypse. I want to see that guy, you know, who put who put Van Sinsik through tables. At the Mikey, let me ask you this question: sure. What do you think of Jan Evander PWD? Because he is a smart Henry scholar, <laughs> and I don't think we've uh, talked about that with you on the podcast. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what do I think of him? I had to figure out. I had to put the pieces together as I watched because he was wearing a, a lab coat. Yeah, or a doctor's, and I was like, "Is he is he wearing a white trench coat that just looks like?" And then I think PWD guy, yeah, you know? the pro wrestling doctor. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. I mean, I enjoyed the way he did his work, his movement, his. I'm so conscious about the words I'm using about in ring stuff, so bear with me. But I enjoyed what he <laughs> did in the ring. I. I just I just remember thinking from the very beginning when I heard about his gimmick, mm-hmm. na Nico gets, so that just translated again. It's like I'm a getting stuff, pero Nico gets, like PWD doctor. I guess I need to ask for your input here. He's PWD, so he's like doctor of wrestling. Yeah, like a like doctor. super he's a wrestling, expert wrestler. He's a wrestling PhD doctor. level. Like he's very cerebral. Yes, PhD level. PhD basically. level. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I didn't see that in the match but I suppose that wasn't because the purpose of the match was serving it was serving a different purpose yeah. so it didn't but but as a guy who hasn't been there who only heard about him on the internet and uh, I, what I think of him is that he's a good wrestler I just don't get the character okay. so much now uh, I, I'm gonna keep uh, asking Mikey questions here because like uh, there's something that I'm not sure if you'll get so like did you get the reference that Super Nintendo was going for when he did the Budots at the end <laughs> No, I mean okay. I get I know what the budot is. The, what the budot oh is yeah, yeah. You uh, don't get you don't, don't get the parallelism between him and Bong Revilla no. aesthetically. No, that's fine. Yeah. The crowd gets it. It's the sensibility of the crowd. Okay, okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we get to all out Warla? <laughs> yeah, I want to see what happens to um to the end game now that AB3 is part of their stable a lot of these stables are popping up at the PWR mm-hmm. maybe we get the, maybe we get that Ubusan uh, Lahi match down the road or we just get Gang Wars yeah maybe I, I wanted to know what it meant like, what does it mean that he's part of Endgame? Like, he can't hang out? He can't sit at the stable anymore? You know? <laughs> yes, because EE becomes the fourth member and, like, when they have matches, he has, he has to, to be... That's, that's what that means. I do believe so. So, it's like when Dan O'Brien joined the Wyatt family. Yes. Yeah, he can't yes anymore. Yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't get that either. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but fine. I mean, you know, that's, fine. that didn't make any sense to me either. Be that I way. Guess. Sorry. But I mean, it's great when he turned. Parang it's serving the wrestling thing of what gets the pop and whatever. But in terms of what makes sense here, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure about that. But okay. I mean, again, maybe that's not what you're going for. But that's what I'll say. That's my criticism of it. Parang okay, ano nga yung kunan dumsha? Tulungan nila matalo, you know? Parang what? What are the stakes? Yeah. Good point. I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, you have All Out Warla, which is the Martivo twist on the All Out War match to defend his title against Dax Xaviera. I love Martivo. I love Martivo. <laughs> I, I, he hasn't had the title long, but uh, man, he really made it his. 
na parang with with the uh, the fur the fur the fur the the uh, the purple the boa, fur yes. the boa yeah. wrapped around the title with the sparkles and, and his flag bearer yeah yeah that was that tremendous thing, yeah. that, that that flag bearer is a young boy mind you okay uh, <laughs> or girl I don't know how he identifies being careful there Camus 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 went too far man <laughs> yeah yeah dude yeah, okay yeah. so w- w- what is it about Martivo that you love Mikey uh, you know since first time ring mapanad si Martivo yeah. Uh, I love that it became clear what he stood for. Mm-hmm. But he's not just uh, uh, a gay dude who is a wrestler mm-hmm. and who's performing his gayness the way the old WWE used to be so terrible at doing. Or like, you know, like 90s gold dust. He's not like that. Or early 2000s Rico. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, he's, he's a guy. He's, he's rep- and he's not just... Uh, yeah, he's a guy and he's gay. But he, not only is he gay, he's also standing for everybody who's like him. So it makes you root for him. The flag was important. Symbolically, he bring out, brings out the flag. He's saying, this is what I stand for. Screw you all. This is important to me. And this is what I'm fighting for. Champion ako nito. And then, so it makes everybody who supports that cause root for him. And then he's fun to watch, enjoyable to watch. He doesn't rely on uh, Tagalog uh, gay comedy stereotypes. Yes. Right? I mean, or the stereotypes you see on Philippine TV of uh, or stereotypes, period. He's a dude. Who is gay? But this is what I stand for, and this is how I do it. I mean, this match is just proof of how much of a dude he is. It is an stereotypical dude. Yeah, yeah, right. It's an all-out war match. Yeah, Dax Avera came out there with the intention to hurt, and Martivo came out there with a feather. Yeah, you know. So you that was hilarious. That, that, which, which was funny, that but me, the, yeah. the, but the disparity in strategy again. The you, you keep hitting each other with all these baking sheets. <laughs> And fucking plastic buckets. <laughs> or cancer. Or, or, I didn't want to use the brand names. So. <laughs> yeah. okay. It was branded. Okay, but so an Orokan. I, I do have a bone to pick uh, with the match was when he kissed uh, other guy. Yeah, Dax. Sorry, Dax. I have to respect Dax him. Uh, apologies, Dax. Dax. But yeah, when he kissed Dax, I was like, oh, I feel like that's a thing. I get it. It's a wrestling red... Redrick Mahaba does it. Yeah, Redrick yeah. Mahaba did right? it earlier in the show. He did it. But given what Martivo proclaimed that he stood for, I think he sh- that should have been a thing to be sensitive about. Because associated with what he stood for are also all of these things about assault. Also all of these... Barang, you know, and it's such a Philippine thing where their homophobia is... Ra- is, is is a very Filipino thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not just a world thing or a man thing, but it's a very Pinoy thing, eh? Yeah. So, you don't want to give more ammo to homophobes. Uh, and I think, parang there is nothing, parang the pop that got from that was not worth the compromise in what you stand for. Parang kasi, it's, the, the assault is worth the pop. Kasi, you'll cheer, eh? You'll cheer, you'll cheer. Ah, ta- but it shouldn't have come from Martivo because what he, what he stands for is gay rights. Yeah. What he stands for is uh, equality. Right? And men, men, fragile men raise up such a stink about equality. It's like, And that's a thing. People are annoying about that. and Or no, sorry, loud about that. So that's a thing that I think Martivo, given that he is in a position of representation, Martivo's character at least, should, be, should consider uh, in his matches in the future. Uh, Chino, any other takes on no, the board? I, I agree with what Mikey said about the whole spot. Um, the only thing I, I, I just um, have a problem with was the whole... I It proved, it worked out in the end for Martivo, but the whole 
like how he turned it he didn't it's like he didn't take the whole all out war match seriously enough going out there with a feather mm-hmm. and tying Dax up Fifty Shades style again what speaks to his character maybe but to uphold the sort of tradition yeah. of all out war to, to defend the title which which turns out to be his title to, to own to hold it just it, I guess it worked out it resolved itself in the end do you have a favorite weapon favorite weapon from the match from the match yeah I hate to say it, but it has to be the feather. It has to be the feather. It has to be the feather. <laughs> that's what you remember. Yeah, that's what, uh. you, that's what stays with you. I tried thinking of another weapon. What I? It's a, as bad as bad strategically as it is to use a feather. In a, in a you can get this. Spot. You can get submission out of that. Yeah. Right? All right. Uh, let's move on to the next match. It's an interpromotional match between Crystal and the Lion City Hit Girl, Alexis Lee. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I know you guys have thoughts on Alexis Lee since uh, it's her first PWR appearance as well. <laughs> I will say that I like lo- I love how we got the Philippine leg of this rivalry. Mm-hmm. They've wrestled each other a few times outside of the country. Oh, as far I didn't as know right. that. Okay. This, this is not their first this yeah. is like their rodeo. Third. So that, that's the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, okay. this is like their third time each other. Yeah, yeah. wrestling each other. They did it in Malaysia, they mm. did it in Singapore, maybe. And all these other places, right? So I like how we're getting the this leg here in this WrestleMania type show, mm-hmm. Revo X. I do, however, have problems with Alexis Lee as a character. Okay, because yeah. um, a lot of things are starting to send mixed signals to me, like walking out with face paint mm-hmm. and then suddenly walking out to Iconopop. It's just it doesn't aesthetically. <laughs> I disconnect, I aesthetically, it does not connect. I feel like I feel like the music just totally disrupts who she is. She so didn't love it. Yeah, no, I did not. <laughs> I didn't get it. I like angry wrestler like Robin made it work. Yes, but when uh, she came out, she's just angry and yelling at people. Yes. and then when Crystal was coming out, she was just mocking the entrance. I was like, well, why are you so angry? <laughs> Why? Well, but, uh, so it's like, was she saying that she hates that she's the queen? She hates that we say she's the queen. She hates that she's the queen of Philippine wrestling. She hates the Philippine. I, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, there's really not a lot for you to hold on to. Yeah, I think that's it. Alexis Lee as a character. It's like not really a lot that makes you hate her. It's just it makes you confused if anything. Okay, how about the match? Uh, I was. Excited for a crystal match because I've heard very good things about it. I I feel that this was not like I feel that she has had better matches that I haven't seen. <laughs> yes, no, definitely she has had better matches. This match I had high hopes for because it was touted to be the Philippine leg. However, I don't know if it's because I saw that last show or something, but I have been very sensitive to refereeing. Oh, it's just. It's after something the last show? after the last show yeah. of another company. I've been very sensitive to reference. Which company? <laughs> so you you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, the show. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> no. Anyway, it is it is it the whole the referee getting in the way of people and the referee allowing himself to be pushed around. Yeah. Without standing his ground, that, yeah, that really just that was weird for me, man. It's just 
Speaking of the referees, what do you think of the referees dressing up as Carlos Padilla? That <laughs> yeah, was a good spot. Yeah, it's a nice touch. It, was, it, was it made it? everything more formal. I yeah. don't know if that was their intent. Was that their intent? Or were you just making fun of them? I actually don't know. I mean, like, when I first saw them in <laughs> yeah. their white polos and the black bow ties, I quickly thought of the family alcohol commercial. I like how they made it special. That's what yeah. I It's apparently a Thank big you. show uh, theme now. Yeah. All right, for them, I got that. So, I like for that. so like for Pathco, this one probably yes. Vendetta, yeah. maybe. Yeah. moving forward. But all of them have the outfit. Yeah, okay, okay. That, that's good because like Cause when, I, not when not I saw them backstage, I couldn't help but really just make the trip. <laughs> ah, so hindi lang yung papa niya. Sports pa. Oh yeah, nice touch. Like very nostalgic also. It's the nineties WWF referee. It made it special as well. I'm gonna say. All right, let's uh, close out the first half with the Tag Team Championship, which was defended in a Bantay Salakay match. It was the YOLO Twins defending against the Naughty Boys and the new champions at the end of the match, the Kakai Bros. So the Kakai let's, talk about, let's talk about the match first and then the shenanigans. Post. Okay, I have thoughts right. about the match. Okay, this The stipulation for this match reminds me a lot of the six-man match uh, in home front, if I'm not mistaken. Six to survive yes, uh, at Vendetta. Go. Yeah, yes. Vendetta by us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that same concept uh, happens here, but with a different name. So I don't know why they couldn't have used the name or why they couldn't have just used a different concept. What, what was the old name? Six to Survive. So it was basically what? like Elimination uh, Chamber. Uh, you had two guys in the ring right. and then you had four because guys tied to the match. ring post. It's a different match altogether. And then every three minutes or so, someone well, gets so. uncuffed. So yeah, and, and, then, and then I get how they were trying to pull off a War Games type of scenario without, without the, the second ring. ring and the cage. Yeah. I get that. Like, I get that. But the whole... The well, parallel... Like the uh, budget. The oh, no budget. John Sebastian. Well, budget. But the parallel... Is starting to intersect almost for me that it confuses the the, the stipulation a little bit. Okay, because you know? what are we? You, no, the, that's for you as someone who's already seen. Yes, the other matches. Yes. Yes. But but for you, Mikey, because you you have no idea what six to survive is. Right? Yeah. you came in uh, basically blank slate for all six guys. What yeah. did you think of that stipulation? No, I, I thought it was elimination chamber without the chamber. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean that's that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. This is a that's a common thing that I think that. PWR and smaller shows without a giant budget have to do. They have to signal what you're going for. And then the audience builds it in their heads. I think you're not going to laugh. Sorry, are you saying this was an uh, example of intertextuality? <laughs> you know what? Yes, but I okay, think the whole the hype <laughs> about parang, the intertextuality thing. I don't know. Don't episode Who cares? Why did we agree to having Mikey on the show? I Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, so how do you guys feel about the wrestling in this match? Oh, the wrestling was great. Uh, Evan Carlo. Oh God, are we going to talk about that spot? Yeah, that's what you'll remember. That's what you'll remember because that's what sticks out to you. How bad was it from the outside? Because I wasn't there. I I didn't see it. I don't know from where he was, but from where I was, I was seated right on the concrete. And as he jumped out, you could hear him say, Oh, fuck. It was audible. He shouted, Oh, fuck. Jumped. And then the next thing I felt was the floor Boom. thudding really yeah. hard. So hard that on concrete, I felt it from all the way towards the entrance, left side, face left entrance. So, so because he didn't get up for a while. Yeah. And then one of the twins did a, a acai moonsault from the third buckle just to save the spot, I guess. But even then, it just I, I am glad that the 
He's a, the, the man. The man that is Evan Carlo is, is alive better, and well. It's not injured, I think. Not uh, seriously. Not injured. seriously injured. There yeah. we go. And it's it's a but man. These these dive spots are just. Yeah, it was. I was near where I was in the adjacent corner of the spot, uh, and I. I'm saying spot, like I know what I'm saying. Anyway, so, uh, the spot, and then he he, he does. I, I I can I can corroborate this. It was like you hear, and he, he does the spot. Oh fuck! And then you hear a, and it's like oh sh. And there was a woman beside me, uh, who was recording video, and she was like, "I oh my god, tang ina." She turns around and like 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 so. When I saw the spot, I couldn't see if the head landed, but it sounded like it. But her reacting to that, the mas malapit siya. Parang the image that formed in my head was sumabog ulo niya. <laughs> Patayin na siya. I was like, oh my god. And I actually thought he broke his neck. No, all of them crowded around it. I was like, oh my god. And there was a silence. I was like, oh shit. Is the show over? I was like, oh my god. And now, because everything you think about wrestling, you don't care. Nah. You just want this guy to not be dead. Right? And then he's trying to save the spot. And I'm thinking, don't save the spot. Nah. Just tell us he's okay. <laughs> you don't care. You don't care. Time out lang. Time out. Time first, right? As Robin would say, can you just sit, tell us he's okay so we can feel okay about watching this thing again? Because he just almost died, and then you can see that apparently he's okay. And then you think, then I'm thinking, teka baka he's concussed. But yun kung concussed ka, dapat dapat na sa bak. Ainde, they're letting him wrestle. Is, is this you just being a parent? Is this what being a parent does? No, this is a, a being this a wrestling a human fan thing. who grew up loving Hell in a Cell and then Benoit dying. You know, Hell in a Cell. Even Owen Hart. No, because Owen Hart wasn't wrestling. That was, that was you know, stunt. This is a yeah. fan who loved the violence and then saw, an, oh shit, this violence is not good. Yeah. This kind so, of violence. Yeah. yeah, so then I watched that and it's like, oh, just let us know he's okay, please. Because I can't continue watching this thinking about the story. Pakay ko sa story, lahat kayo actors, alam ko. Fake Sorry, joke lang. Fictional to, fictional. Just let us know he's okay. Oh. And then when okay. it seemed like, ah, it seemed like he's okay. Ah, he's not concussed, I think. I think the takeaway you're trying to say is that you care about the actual human beings, yes. the performers. Yes, I mean, yes that's clear. I mean, yes. by, the time, by the time he got the one-handed fucking spine buster in, yeah. was that not was... indication enough yeah, yeah. that he was... Yeah, he was okay now. Okay. And he wasn't wobbly or anything. Yeah. He wasn't wobbly. That freaks me out. That freaked me out. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. Having known the person behind Evan Carlo personally... To see him oh do that, God, yeah. but he's and, okay, guys. And to see the video of how far the guys that were supposed to catch him were from where he landed, it was just uh. so okay. Let's talk about the Kakai Bros because they were the big winners here. They got their <laughs> one tag team championship. They got Jemmerlin on their side. Yeah, they got Jemmerlin on their side. They, they got uh, they have a new entrance team with a rapper that they got from Tondo, an actual rapper from Tondo <laughs> to perform. So on character by him. yes, very, very absolutely. On and then, and then, if all of that weren't enough, Marky goes ahead and proposes to his real life girlfriend Shoot in the middle propose. of the, the Shoot proposal. Yeah. So, what what do you think of the Kakai Bros through all of their shenanigans in the match? I I think it was, but see, Kakai Bros, Kakai Bros were wrestled and performed and entered and exited as the characters they were trying to push forward. Like, all the criticism, kind of, that I had about others, like, I can't say about Kakei Bros. Because, like, ah, gets. Gets ko to. Gets ko kung bakit. Why I want to root for them. And then they do that crazy shit <laughs> with the song, sorry, uh, classism revealed. But the, <laughs> but the, when the, the, the song... The are, are you saying, <laughs> for kid hip-hop, judge na? For kid hip-hop? 
Well, I rooted for it, so that cancels it out, right? Sure. Okay, <laughs> no, fine, no. Fine, it's like, fine. oh, a stig funny gets. And, you know, they did it. So I was like, I wanted to root for them. I wanted them to win. Well, no, that... No, see, yes, I wanted them to win, and then they did. And, yeah. it was like, and then the proposal happened. So that was another moment. Now, you for, you don't have to think about this as a show anymore. None yeah. of that crap matters. Like, oh, my God, it's a real person. And I'm a sap for that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's hard to judge a proposal. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say, right? Oh, there should be flying spots, right? cash in What purpose does this serve? I follow through, but it's not it's a sincere expression of love. Yeah, kan. Yeah, yeah kan. I wasn't alone. There were people crying around. Uh, I, was very I, was, I was almost moved to tears. I, yeah, I, was, I was very moved by the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was also pretty touched. And then I had to remember my own girlfriend telling me, no, that is never going to happen. <laughs> No way, sir. <laughs> I, think, I think the question moving forward is, kailan magiging official na sila ni Cameron? Well, we don't know that. That's, that's the only thing. That oh yeah, that was, that was a thing that happened, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 they did the whole Roman Reigns spear moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Very yeah. cute. Cameron finally chooses yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, care much for the striking Cameron. Actually, no. I didn't care for what he said was, you're such an ingrate and then he strikes her. And I'm like, huh? Why? They're just... He was a 3D person, full person, who wants the affection of this girl. And then he becomes a 2D person again. When he says, mm. ah, you're ungrateful, okay. I'll punch you. You know? Well, he's a heel. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. one okay. of the things yeah. that I have to say about it. So I wasn't there when it happened. I just heard that it happened, right? Um, did it get heat? Did that spot get heat? Not as much as you'd think. Because we've seen it before. Yeah, generally has has a habit of getting hit a lot. (laughs) Now, and she just wrestled a full wrestling match. Exactly. Because when you hit her, she was she was just an intern. Yes. By the time you get to here, it's like, oh, she can take a hit. Can can I say? I think that has to do also why there was no hit. The the fact that it became a wrestling thing again. Uh, so when there were real people that you care about. It's like, oh, he's trying to get Jamerlin, but this doesn't feel right. You know, emotions is necessary. And then she says, not really. And then he goes, you ingrate. So, huh? And then wrestling punch, wrestling fall on the wrestling ring. Like, I, if I know, there was that, there was this, there was a real moment that was replaced yeah, with, yeah. oh, like, this is a wrestling moment I've seen before. But what makes that different from, say, uh, Macho Man accidentally striking Elizabeth? Elizabeth was an NPC. Yeah, that's true. And also, you're, you believe that they're real people. Like, he didn't say... Like, what is the context of him striking Elizabeth again? Accidentally? Yeah, accidentally. Right? This is with the Hogan thing. When yeah, the mega powers are imploding. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that was different because he was, it was uh, to serve the breakup of the mega powers. And you know that they're kind of together in real life. And then... You know, but this one was real moment. I want to be with a girl. And then become wrestling voice. You in great punch... You know, and, and these are signals we're all familiar with. We 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 know that. We know what this looks like. And there's a reaction for it. It's like, Ay, But it wasn't like, Oh my God, what a moment. Yeah, okay. Like there were later with real, with wrestling things, but na-invest ka. Okay. 
Uh, we're gonna end uh, the first half here because Oof. this is where the first half of the show also ended. So we'll take a we'll take a legit break from recording, <laughs> and we'll also give you a quick break here on the podcast if sponsors are available in your area. Mag-edit pa si Stan ng mga ininsulto namin tao. Pare, tanda mo ba nung high school pa? Alang yan nung nabasted ka ang pangit mong umiyak. Pala. Basta't solid ang samahan At suwabe-suwabe ang inuman Usapan nati gumagaan Usapang kompanyero light Yan! Malalim ang pinagsamahan, magaan ang usapan Basta may kompanyero light brandy Drink responsibly And we're back! Right, let's now get to the second half of Revolution X, starting off with JDL versus Mike Madrigal with the stipulation that if JDL lost, he would have had to leave PWR. This match also included uh, um, shenanigans which involved Bombay, Bombay Suarez, Suarez. Uh, making his return. Uh, I think we haven't seen him in PWR for about a year or over a year. Um, a little over a year. Uh, what, do you, what did you think, Mikey? Because uh, these are familiar characters, at least. JDL and Bombay. Can I, can I preface this a little bit? Uh, yeah. During the break of the show... Uh, one performer of a masked wrestler uh, who is a friend spoke mm-hmm. to me and uh, I was like yeah what, your match went so well yeah and he was like dude the first half of the show was like the character stuff but the second half of the show is like the wrestling stuff so that informed my expectation for the second half so just just, just laying that out there since we're talking about expectations and what thank did, you masked wrestler yes so what did I think of the match well I thought it was great uh, in the sense that I understood what was happening. I felt for what was happening. I was like, oh, I don't want JDL to, this to be his last match. I just started watching again. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to stick around. And he's so much better than he was back then. Uh, and he was already good back then. And he was already good back then. Uh, I noticed that yung side part niya, nawala naging middle part ulit, yung hair niya, mm-hmm. towards the middle of the match. Uh, and I have to say props to Mike Madrigal uh, because I believed him. Like, this asshole is such an asshole that he shouldn't win. As in, because my, my, my visceral thought was, Kupal talaga siya So, da, hindi, dapat hindi ma-reward ng mga kupal. I mean, the video package in the beginning, there was that also. So, I was informed na talaga yeah. on the characters and the, 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 the notes that they needed to hit in the match. So, they hit the notes. They did it. And then you, the ending felt a bit, I don't know, my memory might be failing me, but the ending felt a little rushed. Mm. Um, but I understood what was happening. The bomb. I knew that Bombay was gonna do something. He it needed to do something. He, he won't show up there and not do something. Um, and then when he wins, it was a. It felt good. It was like, oh yeah, I get to watch him. Like all the notes that were like, I expected to hit were hit. Yeah, I so, feel like uh, this match could have taken more time in telling the story. Mm. Like I feel like it was still a good match. I'm not saying that it wasn't. It was still a good match. But there were just sometimes you have to take the the long way around to tell the story almost, and I feel like it could have done that better. I feel like if they just took their time a little bit more, it would have been a lot more special to me. You would really root for JDL. You would really boo for Mike Madrigal. Mm. Not that that wasn't already happening, but to be, but you want to get the most out of it, right? So that's that's what I felt. Can I add another thing? About, yeah, go. Uh, so one of the things I really appreciated about uh, Madrigal was his in-ring, uh, in-ring uh, talking shit. Yeah. Like, his in-ring talking shit was just, like, the most believable, realistic thing. 
like, oh, no, tangan mo. Lingga dito, gago. It was just, it was like, you believed it. It fit with everything that was happening. Uh, and it wasn't like cookie cutter wrestling trash talk. Like, alam mo yung aesthetic cameras, like, alam mo yung sa WWE 2K games, but final three na lang yung Royal Rumble. And they stop. And, and then, then they, they point, point to the sign. Like, this is my time. This is my time now. And it's me. It's me. No, it's my time. No, it's my time. And it becomes Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. It's a very wrestling thing. Even in the highest levels of wrestling, they do that. Uh, in PWR, it's a smaller venue. You see, the, the experience is so visceral. It's nice to see a real person doing that. Because you did see some wrestlers doing generic wrestling trash talk. But then Madrigal comes in and it's like, man, this guy's an asshole. So I appreciated that. That was great. All right. Any other thoughts on JDL versus Mike Madrigal? Or do we get to the next one? Let's move on to the gym selfie daddies. That is the name. There's stuff to talk about. Debuting GSD, gym selfie daddies. <laughs> April 2019 to May 2019. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it lasted longer than Skyrimucci. Oh. What? Okay, so gym selfie daddies versus MSG. Right, your thoughts on uh, the, the, the match, the turn, and the subsequent events. See, this is what I say, mean when I say, except for up to this point, Lahat na may debuting music <laughs> na nanalo. Because I could totally tell na numama sila with their 80s, 80s workout montage na mananalo sila. I was like, oh, this gimmick is so over. Yeah. <laughs> really? This yeah. gimmick is so over. Because we've been hearing that people didn't like the gym selfie daddies. No, I've, I liked it for the sheer irony they put into their whole gimmick that, oh, we, we work out and we're like the mega powers, mm-hmm. but... We're Filipino, you know, we we both work out and take selfies. So we're the gym selfie daddies. And at first you could get your name. Like why is it such a generic name? But over time you see you saw how in the span of a month, less than a month, you saw how it evolved yeah. into this thing that that has potential to ha- be an actual team. Yeah. So are you saying you got invested in it? I got so worked by this yep. month match, right? Seriously. Of all the matches in this card, this was the one I was the most invested in. Also, <laughs> because so, well, well, like the performance, two of them are my friends. Okay. So, but aside from that, I was paying. I paid. I knew who Warren and Panzer were there. My first Revolution X. Yep. I know who they are. Main Max was also there. Main Max was also, was also there. Sandata was also there. I was also there. You were also there, but not as you, uh, or whoever that guy was in Revo X. You were you you as the you were there. PWR General Manager Mr. C. Yes, that's right. That's actually right. So, kilala ko kayo, or sila. And so, I was excited about this match to see what was going to happen. Also, this whole thing, like the attacks of Sandata and Mr. C online against uh, Ken Warren was the most hilarious, compelling thing leading up to this show. Because I remember Ken Warren as the social media guy. Yeah. And then I could see na, ah, he's still that guy. And then, teka lang, oo nga. Oo nga, no? Hindi talaga siya <laughs> legit na social media guy. Oh no, he's being exposed. And then I could see that Sandata and Mr. C were not and stopping. And May Max. And May Max. I, I guess I, I should follow him. Sorry, Max. But yeah, uh, they, they were exposing him online. It was the most... Gimmick revert or gimmick exposure, the most blatant gimmick exposure in recent memory. So I was like, oh man, I am rooting for these guys because they are right. Ken Warren is a fucking poser. He is not, a, he's pretending. He should lose. I am rooting for Astigdong MSG na to. And this is not thinking of you guys as, as my friends. I messaged uh, one of you, I think it was you. 
was like, dude, you're really, you're really hard. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. He's self-aware. <laughs> is what one of you said. I'm not going to say it like who. But so I was like, oh, okay. So I guess this is really part of the narrative. Yeah. So, so it made sense to me. And I invested in the fact that, oh, man, you guys are the real deal. Those two are fakers. Sikamos your message, by the way. Sikamos your message, Let's protect. Kayfabe, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, he, he looked at me. Yeah, yes. right? Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why are you guys laughing? Sorry. sorry. Uh, Chino. So, no, I got. I didn't see the turn. I really did not see the turn. Because I saw the gimmick. Did anyone? I saw the gimmick. I loved the gimmick. I thought it was going to go somewhere. I actually thought it had legs. It had legs it had to legs. stand on. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a stupid gimmick. It wasn't a thing that just happened out of nowhere. It, it had... wasn't the one off. For yeah, you. right. When, when had... I saw when I saw how sorry sorry Gina when Ooh. I saw how invested they were in being the gym selfie daddies, I kind of felt sad that it was going to be the only time they were uh, ever going to do be... it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because sayang yung sayang yung hours na ginugol dun sa video oh, na nag-shoot pa sila, yeah. nagbumili pa sila ng tights, nagpagawa sila ng bagong song, and we're never gonna see any of that. And uh, sayang lang yung ano daw yung video. Yeah. Ang lakas ng reverb sa yeah. theater. Kasi hindi ko ma-vowels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I did I did write that point down. Yeah. Yung impression, Ken Warren's impression of uh, Macho Man or whoever that was, parang... I didn't get anything. <laughs> I think it might be a production fault. Pero yeah. sayang din. Sayang yeah. din yeah. Para sana may subtitles. Uh, no, no. I was thinking. It's all gargled. Yeah. Did, you, did yeah. you not like the, the Hogan moments? The Hogan that was so point? funny. The hooking up? I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, that, that. See, exactly. That, that's what I was talking about. The whole gimmick of the gym selfie daddies is no more because of Chris Spencer. <laughs> so, how do you... Now, okay. Of you, very clearly, both of you feel betrayed. Yes, so, I do. I feel no, no, it's Chino. It's Chino. Chino, because he's two people. <laughs> so, so, oh, come on, man. So, okay, you, is this a thing that happens clearly, all the time? Yes. yes. Oh, dude. So, so, Chino, very clearly. That's not Bad shaming, victim shaming yeah. counters. The betrayal, the betrayal <laughs> right. is real. No, okay, by two people. I meant, Chino, Chino, I really meant, I also feel betrayed here. Okay. I'm not allowed sure. to talk about sure, it. Sure, sure, So, come on, can hand. So, no, but in all reality, how do you feel about this betrayal as a fan of... Because I know you are a Chris Spencer fan. Yes, I am a Chris Spencer uh, fan. I want... As much as I feel betrayed, I also haven't seen him as a heel. We've seen JDL. Never, we've never seen but him JDL, as a heel. JDL was a heel before he was a heel, right? Yes. And JDL was, is supposed to be the... Uh, perpetual baby face. Yeah, the, per- of the face of PWR. And we've seen him do things we've never expected him to see. I always thought Chris Panzer was too good looking to be a heel. Like, he's too clean cut. You mm. know, he's too clean cut to be a heel. Almost, he looks like a matinee idol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now he's now that he's joined the dark side, I'm interested to see how, the, how his character evolves. Like, what does he go to? Where does, what does he do uh, in the ring? Now, now I'm starting to get conscious with my ring words. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thread here, you know. As, uh, as non-doers, as non-doers. <laughs> no, Mikey, you were uh, implying that you didn't feel betrayed. Because uh, when Camus is like, "Oh, you both feel betrayed," you were like, "Oh, me parang hindi." So, like, yeah. uh, what what are your thoughts on that? No, well, first, I don't mean to be like I know better than other wrestling fans. I, I mean, there, there, I understood why people would feel betrayed. I'm just saying I didn't because it made sense to me to turn on Ken Warren. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I do know some people who feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, no, no disrespect. This is even a credit to his character. But it seems like he's really leaning into whatever it is that I am averse to. Uh-huh. He's really leaning into it. So it's like, okay, that means it's to some extent it's working. I just have a different perspective. Uh, I enjoyed. Uh, so I didn't feel betrayed because him turning is like, yeah, I would turn on him. I would join Mister C also. I would like to see. <laughs> and I'm I'm Chris Chris Panzer. I remember him from five years ago. He was the guy that when you watch the show, is like, oh, this is the wrestler. And then the others are trying to be wrestlers. I mean, broad strokes, and obviously not everybody. But you know, you, Chris Panzer was the guy. And then I think he had a run at the, with the title for yes. a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became oh, he became the guy now. So now it's like okay, Act Three or act, different Act Nine in his career. Let's see what else he'll do, and probably he wants more, so he wants to try something else. What, what, the, the, he had the line, right? That's the, the guarantee. 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 Yeah, yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, okay, there's something here that he wants to accomplish now. Yes, he, I would totally drunk and want. Obviously, everyone knew that the Jim Selvi Daddies was a joke, and they were doing the joke fully, and it was fun. I wish the joke lasted longer. Yes. But at some point, you knew what, that was going to happen. They were going to be like, okay, enough of this, back to my career. So the turn was like, ah, I guess he wanted it sooner. <laughs> like, you know. Can I just say, there's one moment I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, when Sandata was, uh, like, had Warren in a headlock or something, yeah. and he was saying, hmm, you say something, you're saying, like, social media, something, some brutal thing like that. And main Max is in the corner, I was like, no, 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 guys. I popped, man, that was like, oh, like, oh, these are real people, I love it. Also, I want to give props to Max, who just, Lived up to the silliness of it all. Like, he, yeah. So, makaisha, so makaisha, it's a joke. Na parang, you want to be silly? I can be silly too. I'm not. I'm not a serious, quiet guy. I can, I can have fun too. When uh, the GSD, the Jim Selfie guys, were entering, they're doing their rockers, like silly music, whatever thing. There were like mga titas surrounding music. Ayun ang crush ko. And they were like, that's really the Where kind of... Where were you seated? In the corner. In the corner. Yeah, he was in the corner. Yeah, the corner. Jeez. And, and then I could... I was watching Main Max and Sandata. Main Max looks like bored. Like, okay, can you wrestle now? That's what it read to me. But Sandata was literally like... He was doing what I would do. Which is why I popped. Because he was just looking like... Like like his hands up. Like, what the hell is these guys doing? I mean, that's not what he was saying. But his hands look like... This is so stupid. We're wrestlers here. Have some respect. <laughs> so I was like, "Don't talk." I was like, "Astig, this is so fun, and they're they're believable." So that's that's what I enjoyed about the match. Uh, what do you think about the choir? <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty proud of the choir. Okay, I have to put it over. Okay, no, I I don't think I can answer this fully because when your music came out, yeah, the the theater the started leaking. Also. Like, I was getting <laughs> rained on, and I was like, what the <laughs> shit is happening right now? <laughs> Special effect bato. And then it's like, <laughs> tuloy, tuloy. and then people around me like, tuloy, tuloy, tuloy. and then you can see it is leaking from the, from the ceiling. Oh, crap. Which is a, which is a disservice. It doesn't, I'm not saying the venue is a, but for those listening who have never seen this, uh, Spotlight is a fantastic yeah, venue. Yes, no, it is. It's theater in the round. You should go. This was a technical mistake, and the rains were really hard. Yeah, but, yeah. But that's I saw I missed the choir. I saw I was like, "Uy, it's a it's a choir after na lang." But yeah. I, the moment didn't register with me. So, Chino, what do you? Yeah, think? it became it's become a norm to 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 chat the names of MSG during the theme, to the music to the music, right? <laughs> so it 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 almost like it was a nod almost to the to the mark 
Hacks who started doing it na parang, ah, this is how you're supposed to do it. Mm. Parang ganun. Parang, uh, okay. So you're calling the, them marks? The, 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 sorry mga doers. No, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> the, the people who started doing the fans who started doing it. So, okay. Uh, one last bit before we move on to the PHX Championship match. You were saying something online, Mikey, about the MSG gimmick. About oh. how um, you, you had something that you wanted to get out and you didn't want to uh, blow your load before the podcast. Yeah, I'm MSG. So if you're listening, sorry. Um, no, I actually I enjoy the match, right? Yeah. But uh, my questions that, that that I was left with was, para oh, I know you, so that that's that's my guarantee, yeah. right? And then handshake pose, big moment. But I, and I now had to think about it more. I was like, what? What's the guarantee? Trust the process is the signal sent to me in the screen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a reference to a basketball thing. Sure. Um, and I put connecting these dots. But and Mr. C used to be the GM. He used to be a good guy. Casey Montero punched him or something like that. <laughs> and then now he's a bad guy. I don't know. The broad strokes of it was that now it, it seems like Mr. C guarantees success of some kind. I also see that you're entitled Chinoy thing. You tried to bribe the referee. I also see that you are more. No, I'm saying you, Mr. Yeah, yeah. C, uh, is more is living out his assholeness. <laughs> Parang pinindingan niya na asshole siya. Wala na siyang pake to be a nice guy. And it is, he's genuinely... Like, he's clever. So he will step on a stupid crowd. Um, there was a guy who started to tr- try to start a chant. And Mr. C goes, Ah, wala sa mabay. Which is, a, for a Pinoy guy, he's like, Sakit nun eh. <laughs> Sakit mapahiyanan ganun eh. Diba? So I was like, oh man, it's galing, solid. But then in the end, it's like, uh, what's the guarantee? What, what is Panzer buying into? Oh wait, he's joining them. Or they, teka lang, si Sandata, naalala ko, nationalist guy pala siya before. Sandata literally means flag. No, uh, weapon. weapon. Weapon, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, sorry. Wow, that invalidates your whole is... opinion. <laughs> wow, sir. No, but cool. his Filipino-ness was important to him once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ibagsak Duterte was an iconic thing in his uh, in his wrist tape some show. Then you can check it in check. So, seriously, that's a thing. Signal hey, I can say it. <laughs> does this matter? So, I'm not saying I concluded. I'm just saying, wait lang, does it matter? Why does he side with Mr. C? I know that Stan and the performer are friends, but why is, why, in, in this wrestling world, why is he siding with Mr. C again? Is it because he's frustrated because that he's not winning as much as he should because I know kind of know that Sandata doesn't win as often as I think he should. No, this is like uh, this calls back to a few shows ago, okay. uh, which uh, you weren't at. <laughs> na parang, and why are you laughing? Because no, he, he, he doesn't go to shows. That's yeah. the problem. That's my gimmick. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> That's why he's asking all these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, but this, and it, this is what you're here for, Chief. Because a few shows ago, Chris Spencer actually went to Mr. C uh-huh. uh, in a video package. Uh, asking for help uh, to get the, if I'm not mistaken, PHX title back, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. yeah, and and Mr. C costs him the title, so now he was on mm. after Mr. C this entire time. I'm not particularly sure Why how Ken Warren fits into the whole picture. Uh, we just fucked with him at Path of Gold and at the okay, so, April show. Okay, so see, I was and Ken Warren comes to Chris Panzer's aid. Yeah, okay, history. Okay, so that's why you don't miss shows. Yo. Exactly. So anyway, so yeah, that that fills in the gaps almost, yeah. just as to why. Like basically, the story of the match heading in was MS. It was MSG's indictment on the OGs of PWR who failed to evolve. Yes. Okay. Failed to evolve in what way? 
Uh, basically, what you said about Ken Warren, he was the same guy that you saw in 2015. Uh, okay, well, so there's more to it. Yeah, so yeah, it, it was the same, whereas MSG is composed of guys who have literally evolved because nagbago na, diba? we change with the times, all that stuff. And parang why haven't oh, you? Oh, send data sa Chinese. Eh. <laughs> also, I explained the dissonance between uh, a mainlander and a Chinoy. So did yes. that at previous shows. So like you're That's the true. one. That's true. You know what the hell? That's, That's actually true. You're right? Chinese, I were the racist. Chinoy person. I, you. I would have some experience about that. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So just more questions here. So si Main Max. He joined... Main Max is the first MSG talent. Yes. Okay. So that's that's where the MSG movement began. With a, returning, Max. a returning Max had Mr. C in his corner okay. when he faced Rafi Mabayashi for the PWL. Yeah, that makes sense champion. to me. Yeah. So, so Main Max was the was, was the vehicle for the movement. Okay. Yes. And then Sandata gets involved by in a, oh, Main Max uh, sides with Mr. C. He gets a title shot at the first uh, the fastest possible opportunity. I want to buy in. Okay. Sandata buys in. And then the heel turn happens on the Naughty Boys because, you know, fuck the Naughty Boys. Yeah. And then... Yeah. I just want to say I'm going to accept all embarrassment for me thinking it meant flag. I apologize, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. You're right. Okay, so anyway. um, Okay, so that makes sense to me. What doesn't so much is, like, the how of it. Because it's a big deal that Panzer wanted to join it there. So yeah. I guess no, I guess that's the thing that has to be... There's time for that to be revealed. Right. For that to be made clear. I get that. Right. I My comment about this whole thing is that I don't... I mean, I get that you're saying that they're not going to show because Sure. But I feel like it's also PWR's job to fill in the space. Not Smart Henry's. Not Smart Henry's job. Not whatever website that covers its job. Because they'll do it. I should have read the preview. I didn't. But so what if I didn't read the, read the preview? I know it's my website. Sorry. Along with you guys. But, um, I sh- you know, it should be PWR's job to make that clear. Because that's the only narrative vehicle you have. The live shows are the only ones you have. But your social media game is so strong. Super strong, but it's strong to serve the purpose of marketing. But once you get there, you'll have confused fans who are like, you know, eh, huh? Bakit nyo yung Chinoy, Boo, Chinese, Duterte? You know, they'll think the wrong things that don't help PWR later on. They don't help. They're, they take away from heat, they take away from narrative, they take away from everything. But they enjoy the show, they pay the ticket. So I, I just think PWR needs... If the, it's clear that PWR wants to continue this as a vehicle for a narrative and it's the only one they say don't record videos longer than 15 seconds talagang yun lang yung narrative nila eh, you gotta help out the people who then join for the first time or come back after uh, a while diligence as a yeah a little bit Parang no, in, case, in case you missed it sort yeah. of thing like yes, a short, just a short yeah. thing that's that fair fills in the gap. so you need you need no this videos. has been brought up before yeah. already yeah, by other people yep it's totally. It's a valid. Fair, it's, it's a valid, valid concern. Yeah, yeah and, valid I, concern. and I can see why because I have missed shows in the past and I've raised these exact same mm-hmm. points in other reviews. Yeah. That, uh, there are things that you miss. Mm. It's hard to pick up on. That's true. Without without, without without any the, background. Yeah, right? I, I say that that's why you miss. Uh, that's why you shouldn't miss shows. But at the same time, I can't disagree can't right. that right. this is a valid point that you bring up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, next up, you've got the three-way for the Philippine Excellence Championship. Mm. John Sebastian, Vlad Sinsik, and Chino Ginto, who ends up winning the title. Mikey, you have some feelings about this match, right? Yeah, I have a lot of feelings. I'm a feelings guy. Okay, um, yes, I do have a lot of feelings about this match. First off, I want to say that the broad strokes of the match, Chino Ginto returns, conquering, you know, he gives up, redemption. Yeah. That was delivered 
and I bought into that in the end. I do think there was so much stuff though that 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 weighed it down. Yes. Parang it would have been. Parang obviously that's what you want to accomplish. Okay. That feeling of oh my god, Chino is gonna he's back. Yes! yes, that's the feeling. But there the, the things that weighed it down. First thing, Chino appears early. Or he appears to be a part of an angle that is not part of his angle. Yeah. So it's like why why so I I I realize in the end what's happening I did, I forgot that that was a story but I figured it out like I sana I didn't see him until here but when he comes out it's like oh my god this is what I I want to see I want to see Chino Ginto reclaim what he never lost I mean it's such a classic wrestling thing and yeah. everybody buys into it even if you've seen it before so I, it was that was not like full fledged para may counting dirt there because it was hampered by the other angle. That needed, I get it. It needed to serve something. AB3 needed to say, "Cause la remoto chino," but you know, I just the mere live performance aspect of sana hindi ko siya nakita. Yeah. Nalang para after maalala ko tayo kung gatid pala sa AB3 sa kanya. Oh, then I'd be interested. You know, that's what I'm thinking. So that's the first thing. I saw him already. So him seeing him again, he didn't got didn't get the pop. I think he deserved. Also because we were tired. At that point, the crowd was tired. Right. That was a. I mean. It was a long show and it was running longer than you expected because it was advertised as being two to six p.m. At that point, you could tell that oh, it's running long. It's gonna go. This is not. This is like five o'clock at this point. Impossible. Short fifteen-minute match, no angles. Short fifteen-minute match, end at six. Impossible. So alam na ng fan, and it's like oh my god, you don't want them to say hurry up. You don't yeah. want to be an asshole and like bilisan yung man guys. But you're also knowing na shit ang haba nito na yipagud na ako. Okay, Chino's coming out. I saw him there kanina. Sige. You're, you're rooting for him, but you don't bother to invest the energy in going, yay! And then he comes out. Then John Sebastian comes out. Um, so Mikey just made a face. Yeah, oh, Don't say that. That's that's why I made the face, because no one has to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember, the medium is oral. Right? <sighs> okay, so John Seb- Sebastian comes out. And I remember this guy as John Sebastian. I remember this guy. Also, I remember him being an effective heel in that I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw him, he was aligned with classical Brian Leo. And then he took the over who? that stable. Um, he took over that, And then he became like some sort of lead bad guy for a while. And then now he's running with his PHX title. Also, I saw him before the show with Camus selling shirts and cracking jokes. Um, so that was... So I saw him was like, okay, he's... The Philippine wrestling lord and savior, right? So I'm like, okay, that informs what I'm supposed to think of this guy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the PWD wrestler guy is like, ah, oh, okay, sobra expert. And, like, the Baguio guy, that was the question that Chino had. But this guy's like, the Philippine wrestling lord and savior. And then he comes out, and uh, he's very deliberate about his walang pake look. Like, I don't give a crap. I'm galing and I'm entitled. I am above you all. I'm above you all. Um, he also looks different than I saw him last. A little more... Muscle. A little more I don't care about how I look mm-hmm. Look than he used to. Mm-hmm. Or than, than the last time I saw him. So, yun yung impression ko na entitled, galing, whatever. He comes out, people are kind of booing him, but they also kind of like him. But he's the champion. He's the guy that Chino Ginto needs to defeat. Vlad Zensik is compelling, but I don't know him and that's okay. I don't need to know him right now. But he's a compelling character and he's in this match. Whatever. But John Sebastian comes out, and the interesting thing that happens is early in the match, Vlad punches somebody, and he has he makes a sound. Yeah. And Pinoy's being Pinoy's, 
<laughs> took that sound and took over the mother freaking match. Like throughout, there'd just be frogs going, parang umulan sa garden, tapos hindi tumitigil. Typical Pinoy shit, yeah. Yeah, and they're popping themselves and whatever. And I'm, I'm not gonna be the, the, the bitter like. Let's focus on the match, guys. It was just me. Ganon eh, ganon eh. Nagsound ganon ganon. Pagod na yung crowd. They have a right to make that stupid sound. But it was taking away from the match. John Sebastian, being the the performer that he is, instinctively uh, takes over, and he would make the sound himself. So then now we like him. Everybody starts liking uh, John Sebastian, and now the focus of the entire the emotional focus is John Sebastian next. And he would wisecrack throughout everything he do, and he'd do them well, but he would wisecrack, and I would root for him because he laughed it. Meanwhile, I forget about Chino Ginto. Towards the end of the match, Chino kind of, kind of takes over, momentum builds, John such shuts his mouth. Parang it reads as, tumahimik ka nga, aliga na, seryoso na tayo, upakan na kita. And then John stops, nung inuupakan na siya. But, I'm conflicted na. Kasi parang, last tip si John eh. Stig siya And I know that, you know, whatever I know of him, I kind of like him. Um, but I now don't hate him. But I accept that that Chino needs to. So I'm not conflicting feelings. Ko, hindi ko na lang kung yung alim ko. And then you could see na ah, you can see the wrestling shift, the wrestling fan innate knowledge. Na you can't express express it unless you're a wrestler. But you can tell na ah, ito na yung part na si Chino is gonna like t- t- take the momentum. He's gonna get cut off, but he's gonna come back, and then he has to kind of win. And then it's either he will win or he will lose. That's the emotional draw. You can see it happening. And thankfully, it builds to it. And then he wins. And then, there's a pop. And then, that's it. It was, it was, parang, oh, parang you could see the, the signal they were showing was, this is a moment. Mm-hmm. But what instead happens was, you just accept that it's a moment. You know you love Chino. You know you do. You know you're happy that he won. So this is the moment. And it was a hell of a spot. It was a hell of a curb stomp that looked great. And it was like, bo- oh, sorry. Uh, no, it, it is a curb stomp, but he calls it gold digger. Sorry, sorry, gold digger. I have to respect that. And then he does the gold digger, and then he pins him. One, people count. One, two, three, yay! And it was like 80%. It was a moment that got 80% that should have gotten 120. Yes. yes. And I think, and the, all, all the, everything I'm saying is, I think that's the reason why. The reason it didn't get the full heat it should have gotten was you know there were conflicting objectives happening in the match for different reasons Pinoy's being Pinoy's whatever being whatever John Sebastian is an experienced performer it was instinctive he wasn't gonna take over I could tell that he wasn't being selfish you know it was just ah, performers I think he's a live crowd I need to get their attention again Improv. Improv. Yeah. yeah but the thing is the, the arc of the improv conflicted with the arc of the match okay so ultimately, when it came time to shut, shut up with your improv and everything, let's go back to the arc of the match, it didn't land the way I felt it should. Chino, any thoughts? That, uh, nah, he said it in as best a <laughs> way as anybody can. This is why we don't get Mikey often. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. Also, we're a lot of I want to say that I complimented him as much as I said what I said. 
Yeah. No, just, sure. I have. We have enough enemies. I just you know. Oh, hey. and just, and, you and, don't in the time that we. You uh, don't people can see you enough to have enough enemies. That's, that's also that's, true. That's true. That's true. In which case, Johnson. No, it's a joke. But yeah, that's Because I was genuinely happy for Chino. I spoke to him after the show. I was like, "What a moment for you!" But I just remember thinking, "Sayang, parang kulang." Okay, you you deserve the bigger moment, is what I was thinking for him. All right, now let's finish off the show with uh, the main event, which was the two out of three falls match between Ralph Imabayashi and the new champion Cuatro. Who wants to start? Okay, because I, this this yeah, okay a lot. this, this is a lot. Okay, but let's yeah. let's start first at. Ralph Imabayashi's remix entrance thing. Yeah, I like the montages that they both walk out to, not just Ralph's, but even I didn't get the homage Ralph was going for. Was there like an anime? That's Neon Evangelion. Okay, see, I, I don't do my anime. <laughs> Clearly, not a weeb. Yeah. Not a weeb. Clearly, not part, not part of the, of the I'm not part of the Philippine weeb revolution. <laughs> <laughs> but. Fine. But I did appreciate Yung K Quatro and his and his workout montage, the whole thing that he does. Yeah. Ralph, even Ralph's, uh, their journey as wrestlers and as characters was very ex- expertly uh, summarized in these montages. You can see uh, the training that Ralph does with the Yolo twins. Mm-hmm. You can see how Quatro. <laughs> uh, invests himself in the match, and you can see how both of them worked up to this moment. And it was such a good moment because they often show how they both faced each other the first time around and how good a match that was. You were there for that, right? Yes, I was there for that. Okay, just so you were there for that. You were there for that. I just need to make sure because you have basis for the expectations of the audience. Yes, because you got very close to convincing, like in the first matchup. Quattro almost won. Yeah, he was and that so was, close. He was so close, and that was electric. And that was like, when was that? That was earlier this year, right? That was that was home or front. Late, home I front. Think, yeah, that, that was last year. last year. That was late last, last year. year. Late yeah. last year. That, because I remember that pop when everyone thought he won. Yes, and that was electric. Yes, I felt like the finish of this match wasn't even close to that first pop. Even if it was a fake, uh, a fake out, fake out. It was it, it was a swerve essentially, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that had something to do with just the sheer length of this whole match. Yung parang it went. Anyway, okay. Was the match long for you? Yes, and I understand it's a two out of three falls, and these th- things tend to take time. essentially you're resting three matches in in the span of one match. I get that. But at the same time, you can actually feel as an audience member the bitaw na yung crowd mm-hmm. while as the match is going on. And big spots would happen in the match, like Ralph and Quattro are want to do. They're big performers, right? But you can also feel that once the big spots happen, the mapagun na yung crowd. So they have a harder time to try and put the crowd back up to the level that they need to reach in order to close the show properly. Um, it had a moment. Quattro is now your PWR champion. But unfortunately, they there were just some things in the whole match that, that took away from that moment. The length is one thing. The things that they tried to do to live up to that moment is another. Like the uh, questionable use of waterboarding. Oh okay. my god. Uh-huh. Okay, do you want to get into that? 
Well, I was gonna. So go, we're gonna yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Okay, the waterboarding thing. Uh, in retrospect, was now confusing. Because it it seemed like a wrong signal to send. Yes. Parang think or wrong choice yon. Yes. And rather than, but it didn't it didn't accomplish. I think they had a different thing in mind with what they wanted to accomplish with it. Yes. And it didn't do that. Yes. In fact, it probably did the opposite. It missed the mark completely. Completely. It not only, yeah, it missed the mark, it sent the wrong signal. It yeah. not only didn't send the right signal, it sent the completely wrong signal. That the idea is that at that point in the match, I guess we'll talk about the rest of the match now, but at this point in the match, Quattro's trying to steer Ralph up to fight with him again yes. so he can beat him now. Like the the you know it's obviously in Quattro's favor now. He's gonna this is you, you don't take away my moment. I have to beat you. Yes. Wake the hell up. So for him to waterboard him, <laughs> is, that's not a wake up thing to do. That's yes. I am murdering you. Yes, you I'm, should drown. I'm simulating drowning. So my thing I'm is interrogating you. So is he trying to murder him? He's murdering him. And I think, why does he want to murder him? He just wants to win. And so, at that point, my context was... I, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. I think, okay. I think there's a valid validity to what you're saying about checked out in the audience. But I wasn't checked out. Okay. I was invested in this one. I was excited to see Ralph's character evolve. Okay. His, his, it was compelling stuff when he beat Red. And he said, yes. I don't want to win this anymore. Okay. And I was like, oh my god. That means the more he wins, the more the crazier he gets. Now I want to see him win because I want him to lose his shit. I also noticed that a lot of people weren't checked out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe your section... Was a little checked out. Maybe you were a little checked out, but mm. I still see. A, I still saw a lot of people engaging with the match. Yeah, yeah. same here from where I was uh, standing when I caught it. But I did also noticing shift, like when the waterboarding thing happened. Yeah, people just booed. Oh yeah, 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 that was, yeah, that was, it, was yeah. it was a clear boo moment. So mm. I'm gonna camo style put myself over again uh, because <laughs> I was like, because I was the I was rooting for Ralph, not because I like Ralph, but I wanted to see him lose his mind and win again. Okay, this was the one that he was supposed to lose. Everybody knows he's supposed to lose this big one. The signals are there. Biggest show of the year. Quattro's rise. The last show was named after his move or something. It was named after um, him or him. Okay. No, no, it is. Yeah, his move. His move. Sorry, See, I was right about Destino. that. Sorry, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm caught up with the current promotions right. for his stuff. Right, <laughs> putting yourself over again. I see. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, but when I <laughs> but I wanted Ralph to win, so I was cheering for Ralph, and it might have seemed like I was a cool fan in the audience because everybody's booing him. They wanted Quattro to win. There's a really loud section for Quattro. And I was next to them. And I was saying, Boo! Go Ralph! And then when he did it, it was like, Tangina, I was right. I was like, Oh, vindication! Guys, mali yung ginagawa niya! Is what I shouted. Malian! Malian! <laughs> that was you! That was, it was bad. It was, it bad. was bad. There's nothing good about waterboarding. There's nothing good about it. And then Ralph t- uh, tells the, the YOLO twins to leave. So I was yes. like, Pare double turn. Oh my god! Like that, you know that, that, yeah. that wrestling, that. Yeah, that yeah, wrestling yeah. fan feeling of I was right. Yeah. You know that feeling of uh-huh. the prediction go, oh, they're doing it, yes! And then and then they didn't do it. But so that was a that was an off moment in what otherwise was I think a tremendous match. I mean it still was tremendous. It didn't it was so tremendous that that weird moment didn't take it away. I think you note know, that was like ande mali lang yun. Pero the match on the whole was I was losing my shit and I was tired. But at that point I was literally like no inhibitions. I'm freaking out about what is happening to these two fictional men. I want to to want what I want to happen to happen so badly and the people next to me wanted the opposite. It was such great energy. People were like li- and then that waterboarding thing made people like 
it pushed it over the top. It was yeah. like, what? <laughs> it was that kind of like iyakan moment of the best that wrestling can be. What do you guys think about all of Ralph's past challengers coming out, like the ghosts of Christmas past? See, that was the you know when he when Mikey here talked about how Madden Ralph was as a champion, how he didn't want to win this anymore. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna put myself over here and say, <laughs> <laughs> style. That it reminded me a lot about Thanos and and, and Endgame and how in Endgame Thanos after he did the snap didn't have anything else to do right so mm. this is essentially what Ralph is he's at the very top he's at the highest level he can get at so what else left is there left to do you know what I mean right. like he's there he's lonely he's done at the everything top. he's done everything that he's he can do everyone over yeah right so what else can he do and he's just He's he's got nothing else to lose essentially because he's at the top and he feels like nobody can touch him, right? And you see this as the match progresses, the how he holds the moral high ground. The I want to do this on my own, but then at the same time loses his shit and says, "Fuck it, I'm still the champion. I'm walking out of here." I, I, I think on the contrary, I think it would have been more powerful if he didn't leave with the belt. What I think it was, because he. Why does he care about the belt again? That's what, but there was a moment of you want you go swimming lumang right from Bashi and dito na ako. Then he takes the Yolo twins away, and then he's obviously losing that towards yes. the end. So then he'll run away. I think the signal could have been I'm running away. I know I'm gonna lose. I don't care na. Okay. And then the wrestlers come out and say no. You go out there and lose the way you're supposed to. But when he took the belt again, it's like does this mean he wants the Yolo twins back? Parang parang. He did because uh, the reason that I'm saying this is because he sent the Yolo twins away. Yes. So parang may shift na in yes. his mind na. Hindi, ayoko na ito na yon. If I'm going to lose this is it. This is what I want. I want someone who's better than me to beat me and I'm no cheating this time. Yeah. Tinalo ko na siya first of all. Nakuha na niya via shenanigans ng konte. Yeah. So this time I was like shit, pure wrestler. I think I'm going to lose this. <sighs> talo na ako, alis na ako. Ayoko mag- ayoko mapahiya na matalo. Alam ko naman natalo ako. But instead, he comes back with the belt. So it becomes about heel again. Okay. I'm a heel. I'm holding... The, I want to remain champion. Which didn't register. It's not as powerful to me as a guy who wants to lose but can't bear to do it. Yeah, I think that's more exciting than I want to remain champion. I feel like, for me, I, felt I never lost sight of the fact that Ralph was the heel in this scenario. Even with the waterboarding... <laughs> Confusing, yon, so yes. Okay lang that, for you. that no, it, I, no, I'm gonna say that it's confusing, but. <laughs> because. But at the same time, I can still appreciate the fact that Ralph, in this context, is still the bad guy. He's still the big bad that everybody has to beat in order to call themselves the top guy in the promotion. That said, uh, I feel like this whole this whole psyche of his, twisting in his head. He betrayed his best friend. Mm-hmm. He 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 fucking wants to lose, but doesn't really quite lose. So he feels like he has nothing else to lose. It's 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 almost pang conflicting in himself when you see it play out like that. And I feel like psychologically, not wrestling psychology, but psychologically, <laughs> it's still beautiful to observe. It was great. Yeah. I, I, one last thing, I appreciated that there was no in-ring trash talk. Like they didn't trash talk, they didn't talk shit. They they knew what they had to do and they did it. The corner man talked more shit. Yeah, yeah. And got kicked out. <laughs> no, both oh, sets both sets got kicked out. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, we failed to put Camus over as a RevOX main eventer. He's put himself over multiple times. We can move on. It's all coming back to you now. <laughs> all the fat jokes. I'm, I'm, I'm just adding to your uh, shit, man. Yeah. That was a long-ass review for a long-ass show. So let's close it out with the awards. Let's start with match of the night. Which did you feel was the match of the night? Oh, the main event. Oh, yeah. I was actually going to go for the Battle Royale. Oh, okay. Mm. Go for it. Bookends. No problem. That's Bookends. fair. It's fair. All right. Uh, how about the spot of the night? Kupal ba ako pag sinabi kong hindi yung proposal? Is that like... Ay, o nga, no? Siguro tayong dalawa kupal. I wasn't even thinking of that. Right? Exactly. I mean... I don't think it's a spot. Yeah, it's a spot. I think it's a great moment, though. Yeah, it's a great moment. It's not a spot. It's not a spot. Spot, spot. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't count. Okay, so no, that's your moment count. of the night. No, okay. no, no. I'm no, no, no. Saying... The proposal is your moment of no, the night. No, moment that's not of what the he's night. saying. That's what I'm saying here is that you're reclassifying things. So that's your moment. No, it's not. It's not, not, not what he's saying. He didn't say it. That's not. He is not <laughs> counting the proposal at all. We are not counting it. Essentially, we're trying to justify why we're not counting it. Okay, so what is? But the congratulations, spot? by the way. Congratulations, Spike. This is the moment. We're not saying that your moment lacks flying and stuff. <laughs> okay, so what is your spot of the night, Chino? My spot of the night is Panzer's heel turn. Okay. Okay. That's so <laughs> that was your spot of the night? <laughs> yes. So okay, yeah. That was the spot. For me, it was the waterboarding. What? Wow. What? Wow. Yes. Wow. For positive was or a, negative? Oh, because okay, he wanted Ralph to win. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it was significant also as a signal to PWR to, recons- to, to consider things the way they do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, how about moment of the night? Sige, so, para ma- mapanatag yung loob ni Camus na may moment of the night time. Obviously, the proposal. Diba? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell. Yeah. But you're going to hell. <laughs> you the spot of the night. What are you talking about? All right. Uh, uh, sorry, you know what is the moment of the night? Also, was the the last fall of Quattro. Okay, that was a, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah, euphoric yeah. moment. Yes, yes. Okay. How about your star of the night? Oh man, I how can I answer that? I only watch this. This is the first no, time I've watched it's this. Still, in a, it's of the night, the money. It's, yeah, it's of in the a night. Bubble, in a bubble. Yeah. I think it has for me. It has to be Ralph. Okay, go for it. I was actually going to say Ralph as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, sorry, Quattro. <laughs> no, interesting, interesting. Um, any any looks or any gear, any special outfits that stood out to you throughout the show? The art, the all out war, all out war, yeah. Belt, the belt. Uh, that was that really was a good touch. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Time to give Revo X a grade. So we use the Chakamos's gear as Boy George, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which he claims to not be, but that's all. Chino, do you really want to hurt him? <laughs> do you really want to make him he cry? Put so much effort into his costume. Okay, uh, it's we, okay. That's what happens when you're bunko. You can only put on costumes. <laughs> we use the S tier system. S being the best show, and then mm. it, we go down A B C D F. It was a, uh, a, a garbage fire, hot mess of a show. So, what's the grade for Revolution X 2019? It is the best wrestling show I've seen in three years. <laughs> so I have to give it an S. Okay, okay. fair. That's fair. I'd give it actually an A minus. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, for the length. Takes yeah. a lot out of the, the appreciation. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying no, 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 that. No, no, no. Why the double pat on the back, you two? You Stand and row, pat and chino on the back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Since it's an oral format, 
uh, will explain. I feel like it. Um, hindi hindi naman sa wrestling elitist ako. Feel, <laughs> Pero wrestling elitist ka. <laughs> I try to justify my elite, elitism. Anyway, I feel like it takes a certain level of appreciation to watch long things. No, kasi parang pag hindi. Is this ka, the art critic coming out again? No, pag hindi ka sanay, you won't appreciate it as much. I don't yeah, know to watch long That's matches. I, I tend to zone out in long matches and right. I watch a lot of wrestling. That is valid. So what more for people who see who watch the show for the first time mm. who, who decide to watch the main, the big thing. Like Mikey. Diba? No, yeah. it, not even Mikey because Mikey's a fan essentially. But yeah, like, if true. you're a walking into PWR saying, now, oh, let's watch this because they say this is the biggest show of the Or a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wrestling fan and gets dragged to these shows. That is a perfectly valid concern. It, it takes away. It takes a lot away. And, and this are points that I've rate no matter the promotion. So. Okay. Uh, Mikey, any other thoughts? Like, were your expectations met? Especially for you, na it's been exactly four years since your last PWR event and you come back for Revo X 2019. No, I don't say it surpassed my expectations. Because like now it changes like the whole expectation framework. Now, because now I feel like all of the things I said now, I wouldn't say if it was the promotion of four years ago. But since it's like ah, level na. Okay, now I can say things that I can say. Now it's not unfair if I say things like whatever it is that I said today. Waterboarding. <laughs> now I want to close out the review by uh, ending with you, Mikey, because I remember one of the things we talked about through the rise of PWR mm. was your biggest question, which was, what is the revolution? Right. I remember this very well, and you actually wrote about it years ago on smarthenry.ph. I, I think it's time for another the very to revisit first piece that. To update yeah. it. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So um, we don't have to delve into it very deeply because this podcast is way too long now. Right. But... Um, can, do you have an answer now to that question? No. What is the revolution? N- no. But I think what happens now is all the more... I, I feel like we, I, are, we are right to ask it. We are now right to even expect it moving forward. I was like, you're great. You're amazing. You're better than all the other promotions. You put on the best shows. But you're, you say you're a revolution. You stand for something. What do you stand for? That's what I want to see. I mean, cause you'll say good wrestling. Okay. But, you know... That's good wrestling, but you say Philippine wrestling revolution. Let's. What do you mean by that? And I think now that you have the fan base and the narrative and the skill and the venue and the following, I think you're obligated to start answering that question soon. Okay, and on that note, we're gonna end uh, the Revolution X review of uh, the SGP podcast right here. Um, I, I just want to uh, get that article out of you, man. Like, I, I really want to uh, see those thoughts fleshed out. But in the meantime, if you have any thoughts you want to send our way to the reviewers or, or to us here on the podcast, you can hit us up on social media. It's at Mikey Lirin, uh, at the SGP Podcast for the show, at Chino Supersized, at Rose War, at Caveman Camus, and at underscore Stancy. Thanks to Mikey, but I'm in All right. So expect Twitter mentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you so much for coming together here on a Thursday night. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to ask for picks of the week anymore because it was just crazy week in wrestling. Um, Waterboarding. <laughs> Pick of the week. Uh, it clearly, it wasn't easy to, to uh, consume all that content, let alone break talk it down, it process, talk about yeah. it, and process it. Uh, to you, the listeners who've stuck through uh, over two hours of podcasting at this point, 
Thank Oof. you so much for go, uh, getting through this with us. And thank you to everyone who supported Philippine Wrestling last Sunday for Revolution X. We really appreciate it. I personally am overwhelmed by all the people who were there, who stayed until the end, who stayed until the meet and greet portion, and who continue to support Philippine Wrestling and PWR. Uh, so don't for, uh, don't miss the next show. It's going to be on June 30. Still at the Power Max Center Spotlight with a yet-to-be-named title. TBD pa. Yeah, PWR Live TBD. Right, so on behalf of our reviewers, Mikey Lorena and Chino Liao, and Romaran and Raf Camus, my name is Tansi, and we are ending episode number 270 of the SGP podcast. That's, that's, that's a nice, like, 270 and season 5. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice number. All right, All right we're peace. out of here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 